It's the Bob and Tom Show. We are hanging out with uh, comedian Scott Dunn. With Thanksgiving approaching, that's my understanding. You've prepared a little something with a Thanksgiving theme. Well, we all know about the meal at the first Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We know very little about the entertainment. <laughs> no, no, we don't know anything about the entertainment. So I researched who was actually there, and I pieced together what the first Thanksgiving's entertainment might have been. Okay. And now, Wampanoag Tribe proudly present the man who make Plymouth Rock, the Mayflower Meany, Captain Miles Thank you, Chief Massasoit, for that horrible introduction. I I haven't seen English butchered that badly since the Crusades. (laughs) Yeah, maybe lay off the peace pipe for a while. People are starting to think you're slow. But I love and respect Chief Massasoit, and so I say in your native tongue, Tonka, Enge, Udahawa. Which, of course, means, get the hell off my land. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I kid. The chief and I have become very close, which is great, because at first he wasn't sure if he liked the white man. I said, hey, if you think you have reservations now. (laughs) 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 Governor Bradford is here. We had to elect William Bradford governor. He can't do anything else. The man is the worst farmer in the new world. I told him to grab a hoe, and he pinched Goody Carver's ass. (laughs) I'm not saying he's stupid, but he thinks squash is how you butcher a chicken. (laughs) And speaking of chickens, I tried to teach him to gather eggs. I said, these hens are for laying. You know what he said? I guess they'll do until we get a sheep. (laughs) The man is a weirdo. He was asked if his wife was a Quaker. William Bradford said no. She mostly just lies there. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, What do I care if you don't like me? Most of you pilgrims won't survive the winter anyhow. (laughs) Wow. Oh, great. Finally, a joke the chief thinks is funny. He's laughing so hard he's got tears in his eyes. Oh, wait. He's just looking at all the litter. What can I say? Chief Massasoit is a sensitive guy. Once he said to me, land does not belong to the people. People belong to the land. I hope that works out for you, Chief. But just in case, you might want to learn how to deal cards. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Good night. Yummy, yummy. Thanksgiving. Yummy, yummy. From the Napa Auto Parts Studios. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hello, everyone seeing us for the first time streaming live. Hi. VIP's free today, so get over there and see how swell it is. How does that work, Chick McGee? Uh, You go to our Bob and Tom platform, bobandtom.com, and uh, look around and click your mouse. Your mouse probably doesn't have a wire on it like mine does, because... I've only requested it seven times, and apparently it's on order from uh, South Korea. So that's a good Korea, right? <laughs> maybe you clip, maybe you hit North Korea. And that's why it's taking. <laughs> maybe I got one of them North Korean mouses. A simple mistake. Mouses, mice, and you're going to be disappointed when that mouse shows up. It'll be a real mouse. Going to be a mouse. <laughs> hey, John Feinstein today, my boy, my man, uh, the author of a good 
Walk Spoil has a new book out. We'll have a good talk today. <laughs> about NFL quarterbacks, and uh, here in the Napa Auto Parts studios, we should introduce our engineer, Ace Cosby. Oh, yes, I forgot, and congratulations, they're in order. Raiders get a win yesterday. Dominating, as always. Uh, yes, <laughs> dominating, as always. And Win uh, number two. The Cardinals score a touchdown to take the lead, but one of the Cardinals was holding late in the game, so I... Told Ace you should send him a nice basket, possibly mm-hmm. a yeah. nice fruit basket with my ten dollars. Uh, very nice. Did we now? Did we officially bet? I will be more than happy to give you ten dollars if I don't, I don't recall the bet. If you play Quiet Mouse, okay, never mind. Quiet Mouse, fun. <laughs> uh, there's Josh. There's Christy Lee. Welcome to the Bob and Tom program. Uh, yeah, John Feinstein will be our guest, and uh, John um, has a great new book about NFL quarterbacks. It's called Quarterback, and uh, sadly, in the news. Uh, the, the, yeah, the sorry, Chick. Horrible <laughs> leg break. I was watching this morning on the highlights. They pixelated it out. For those of you who don't think there's something to, to uh, Zen and the universe and peace and we're all one, 33 years ago to the day, Theisman breaks his leg. <gasps> and Alex Smith broke his uh, leg and in the final, both places. And it's probably the final, final score of both games the career. same. And the final score of what? both games the yep. same. Only the Redskins won, won in 85. But yeah, there you go. That's creepy. They, uh, they win yesterday. They yeah. almost came back and won. They almost, yeah. I'm one of those that I like little Colt McCoy. I like 12. He's, he's a cowboy killer. Mm. And we've managed to, you know, we had that two-game lead in the NFC East. But now uh, coming up on Thanksgiving Day, uh Cowboys and Redskins play for first place. It's old times. Here we go. That's fun. Yeah. And, um, no, you know what? No, it's not. Oh, it you is. know, you ask any football fan, they like blowouts. They like a five-game lead. They like, you can sit back and relax, enjoy the rest of the you season. You know, Tom, uh, in life, are you sometimes... Not, are you not talking to Josh again? No, I, not I anymore. You know, Tom, <laughs> a, one door shuts and, and an, a window opens sometimes. And then, of course, you go right out the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Or sometimes the so. AC kicks on and the furnace is off. What? I'm trying to That's right. extend his <laughs> Sometimes you have a, more, no, no, a good HVAC system, and sometimes you have okay, a heat pump. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Uh, well, uh, oh, and if those of you don't believe that Cam Newton folds like a uh, fill-in-the-blank, we did that a couple of years, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, he, uh, he <laughs> mishandles a two-point conversion that would have beaten the mighty Detroit Lions and uh, – Panthers mm. lose yesterday, so there's a dig into you. Now, Panther your big fans thing over the weekend on my was back on Twitter. Go you, had a, you had a triple shock. Your, I did. I got first, that's the only pick I got. Your first triple bet of the season. It was pretty close, though. Twenty-five twenty last night. Bears uh, beat Minnesota. That's right. That's the triple shock. Seattle and Green Bay. You remember way back on Thursday? That was a push. And uh, I had Arizona minus the five uh, against the uh, hosting the Raiders, and the Raiders out and out win that game yesterday. So. Congratulations. Dominated. And dominated that game yesterday. <laughs> okay. That's right. And Cardinals what the, had. What, what was the spread on the uh, Chicago Bear game? Bear minus, Bears minus three. So they uh, they uh, win by five. So there you go. They cover. Okay. So you got to feel good about that. That was your absolute lock of the week. I have. Yeah. I, I told you. that's what, And uh, Khalil Mack had a. Uh, what do you have? Do you have a sack and a fumble, I think, or something like that? So there you go. Now, um, fumble recovery. The Alex Smith injury, like I said, they actually pixelated it out. No kidding. Oh, it's, it's awful looking. Yeah, when it happened, everybody in the stadium and they took a shot at Theismann and both wow. teams. Joe out, was there. Yeah, both so. teams were out and went out on the field to mm-hmm. offer him. Uh, you know, hey, go. To, I thought it was sort of tasteless that they. No, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just think the whole injury timeout thing is tasteless. Brought to you by Snapple. Oh, Ooh, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Stuff. Man, that's, they know what they're doing. Tasteless. Tasteless. Yeah, that's funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I knew I was in for it. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I emailed Tom the story you know, trying to try to get ahead of the situation, <laughs> as they say, it, and, uh, they and damage control. But apparently, <laughs> just gave him extra time to write more jokes. So <laughs> pretty excited about Seventy one million dollars of Alex Smith's contract is that's guaranteed. Right. That's right. There's a thing in, in uh, Feinstein's Snyder book. can appear. Uh, Snyder can afford it, and uh, if he never mind. There's a, there's, a, there's a situation in the book in which uh, Alex Smith is drafted first, and he ends up, what is he, a 49er? Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he, there are two checks in his uh, locker early on, and uh, as he explains, typically in the NFL you get paid during the regular season, but during the offseason, during certain times of the offseason, there are also checks that come in during the, uh, what is it, OTBs, the preseason. Uh, and um, OTBs, off track betting, OTAs. You OTA, mean? sorry. Organized and team activities. I'm trying to remember this. And then the um, what happened? So Smith gets these two checks, goes to the bank, fills out a deposit slip. He's got a new bank. He's in a new town. He's just out of college. And um, he's in line, and he looks at the one check that he put down. One thousand. One was seven hundred bucks. One was one thousand. Then he looked again and realized the one check was for a million dollars. God. He said. Then he he deposited then he made arrangements to have direct deposit yeah, yeah. That, that's always awkward when you take a million dollar check to the bank i know yeah in my, in my uh, so i just want to like, just to put this in man, perspective oh, once again 71 million guaranteed so certainly bad news and a rough, he's gonna have he's already is the surgery today or did they do it, it should yesterday? be today yeah you know odds are that last season maybe if if he would have made it to last season would have probably been his last anyway so we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. Uh, so sad news for your Redskins, but you're uh, you're all set with uh, Colt McCoy. Shoe into the week. Uh, we go three and two. Yeah, I like Colt. Yeah, uh, three and two on the week. Uh, twenty six and twenty on the season against the old spread this year. Okay, very good, so very far. good, chick. Now we'll get uh, some more sports. Well, you know there out. were playoffs yesterday. Did playoffs? you know that? Yeah, that's right. Playoffs. <laughs> Joey Logano won the NASCAR championship oh, right. yesterday. That's right. In a playoff, uh, he barely contended in NASCAR season until the playoffs. He passed Martin Truex Jr. with 12 laps remaining, pulled away to win for Penske. So yeah. congratulations to Logano and the Penske team in, in NASCAR. Penske That's a NASCAR you got there. Yeah, they he's, pretty, real he's got NASCAR. that hooked up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he knows it's got a job. wheel on it. Yeah. <laughs> Roger's got it uh, hooked up, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, now we have uh, Josh uh, in his uh, full beard. Now you let me kind of see it from the side here. Looking good. Show the uh, people that are on the new VIP. Uh, it, I think it looks great. So oh, thanks. You're going to keep it for Thanksgiving. Go home for it. Um, yeah. The folks and yep. your brothers and let them see what it looks like. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good thing okay. about a beard at Thanksgiving, you can say yeah, save for the meal a little after longer. After the meal, right? you can get a little. Hope, get Take a, little, a napkin, wipe. Get it a off, little dressing in your ring, beard. Ring yeah. it out. Well, my gravy catcher's full. <laughs> That's what we call beers, gravy catchers, womb brooms, you know. <laughs> Soup sponge. <laughs> These are all great ideas. Uh, Christy, are you ready for Thanksgiving? Get in your shopping yet? I'm not hosting this year, so I don't really have to do much. All right. Yeah. Emergency room, stand down. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> you can take the weekend off. No, I'm, uh, yeah. Now, Josh, if uh, Christy were cooking for Thanksgiving, what would the emergency room personnel be? Shouting All people. right, people. This is what we trained for. <laughs> yeah. No. You, you loved her th- spaghetti. Loved. Right? Loved. Oh, In fact, I'm going to need another big bowl of that person. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I told Ace I made chili the... yesterday. But did you I do? Uh, does your family do mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, mine does not. Yeah, we do, we do mac and cheese and yes. sweet potato yes. casserole and mashed potatoes. Yes, sure, all of all the you. above. Now was that the... and stuffing and stuffing? Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. that's of course. carb it's... gravy and starch, starch, carb, starch, starch. <laughs> and, uh, what is the? Mm-hmm. I have an opinion on this. The least eaten thing on the Thanksgiving. I say cranberry. Tea. I say t- I agree. Love cranberry. cranberry sauce. I think it's a, it's, it adds it. a nice color, but I don't think most people eat it. I like, love it on my turkey. I only like cranberries if you can still see the indentation of the can in yep. the actual that's cranberry. Oh, that's the only way to go. Now, let's are. be honest here. Chick only loves cranberries if they're in juice form smothered in vodka <laughs> with a touch of ice. You like a little vodka cran? Hang on a second. Did you see the game yesterday? <laughs> of course I do. We have a tradition in our family. Our Aunt Fran always brings a can of cranberry sauce that's what she brings just the can just the can and comes in slams it down on the she goes, table. happy thanksgiving that's exactly what she told me to bring something i brought yeah. does she have, does kiss fire then does she head right for the booze and start no looking she's not at, that looking at no, milk no, no, cartons no, no, for no. pictures of her husband no 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 <laughs> She's a widow. Are, are you are you happy now? Yeah, took, him, took himself out. <laughs> was either that or cut her head off. I that's love where, you, that's, that's where the noise was coming from. Yeah, I just, she's, she's always it's been. She's that's kind of her funny little thing. I see. Well, it'd be nice if she her besides her funny little thing, she slammed on the cranberries. Maybe brought a pie. She brings something <laughs> else, of course. <laughs> God. Is Aunt Fran still with us? Yes. And does she listen to the show? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, probably, probably does, really. Tears. Uh, we have a lot to get to today, um, including some fascinating things in the news. Did you see this whole Condoleezza Rice in the NFL and the Cleveland Browns story? I, I was so excited. It I, came and it went very I quickly. I can't imagine anybody more qualified. I was, uh, I well, was stunned I, to see that Perhaps to be a, a general manager. Rumor. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Happy to be here. I look around the room. I'll take attendance. Ace. Present. That's our engineer, Ace. Come to me. Chick McGee. Hey, man. Chick McGee at the uh, Bob and Tom Sports desk. Oh, wait a minute. Coming in hot. Oh. <laughs> okay. I did a check mark on it. Oh, now, yeah. You should explain that uh, Chick has a new motto. Is it a motto? It's your, it's your phrase. Well, that means when I'm coming in, I'm always coming in hot. I mean, I like that or not. This will be it's like your dynamite or uh, oh, what's another example? Uh, get her done. Yeah, sure. Get her done. New catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Josh Arnold, whose catchphrase is "I'm a thorough and generous lover." That's right. Kind of, kind of an awkward <laughs> intro. And Christy Lee, whose catchphrase is "I don't have one." Yes, you do. It's oh, hi everybody. There you go. Hi everybody. <laughs> this is Tom speaking. I'm here to ru- <sighs> ruin the air conditioning or the heater because I'm always too hot or too cold, and it's my way or the hot. I'm sorry. Was that out loud? That's a long phrase. I don't have any internal monologue this morning. That's okay. Let's go. Uh, We have um, a little bit of sporting news to get to. Coming up, John Feinstein, speaking of sports, the great sports writer, has a great new book about NFL quarterbacks, including a very lengthy profile of Alex Smith, who may be out, out, out. Out, out, out. After a terrible double bone break. Uh, Broke both his bones. Yeah. Man, just rough. Uh, but um, we'll find out about what's going on in the world of sports right now. And by all accounts, he's uh, he's a, he's a very good guy and a thorough and generous lover. And uh, you know that's the thing I was noticing yeah, in this profile. Guy. Everybody loves this guy. Yeah, and on both teams. Well, you'll you'll see that when somebody has a catastrophic injury like that, the NFL both teams will huddle around him and give him a, give him a handshake as he's taken off on a cart. And, and that's 
what happened yesterday, and, and uh, Joe uh, Theisman just happened to be there because it was alumni weekend at uh, at FedEx Field, and well, everybody was there. So, oh. so there was it 33 years ago this happened? To 33 years ago, uh, happened, Lawrence Taylor and Joe Theismann's yeah. leg met, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that was it for Joe. And jo- was, Joe did say in an interview that uh, with uh, contemporary medical technology we'll see what we being can do, better than it obviously was 33 years ago, We'll see what happens with Alex. I think this is uh, the 13th year for Alex, 14th year for Alex. He's He's been around a while, so hmm. we'll see what happens. Uh, the Redskins did lose quarterback Alex Smith yesterday. 23-21 loss to the Red Hot Texans. And not only, as Tom pointed out, was it 33 years to the day, but it was the exact same score. But uh, Redskins win and beat the Giants when Theismann breaks his leg. So even then, Joe, a better quarterback. So <laughs> I think... <laughs> Well. And we had a better coach, I can tell you that. What? What did he say? Hello? Uh, the Saints, once again, I don't know what they're doing, but it's uh, better football than everybody else is playing. They win their ninth in a row as Cool Breeze. Drew? That's I, I don't think that's going to take a, off. I like. I knew exactly who he was talking about. Thank you. Drew, <laughs> Cool, cool breeze. breeze. Cool Breeze was a popular phrase, what, in the 50s? You think... Is that your problem well, with it? It's dated. I mean, mm-hmm. LRB brought it back then, right? Yeah, little. River oh, Band. that's cool. Change. Tom says it's dated. Everybody, <laughs> I didn't know what LRB was. You didn't know what Little River Band was? A fine band. I don't really listen to their music much. What about ah, MFSB? Mothers, uh, fathers, sisters, brothers. Yeah, that's what it stands for. I missed mm-hmm. that one too. Sorry. The Sound of Philadelphia. Oh, 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 oh. TSOP. LGBTQ. BLT. Boy, I like a good BLT. Mm. <laughs> nice summer sandwich, and the, and the as the winter begins, kind of takes your mind off. It. Sorry, back to you. You know, even <laughs> even when you're riffing, you're pretentious. <laughs> nice summer sandwich. You don't like summer a toasted sandwich. bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Why does it have to be a any summer time sandwich? of the year? You yeah, entitled you. jerk. <laughs> it doesn't like, have to be in the summer. summer. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of seasonality. A highball. It's, it's leaving. It's leaving contemporary culture. Everything. Everyone Wait wants everything the, all the time. It's lost its meaning. Sit on the shore, wait for the cherries to ripen. <laughs> oh, you're saying the tea is better in the summer of the BLT. Just the tomato, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get a nice fresh tomato, great lettuce. And it's got to be on toast. Or you... Oh, yeah. of course. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, just... Who does soggy white bread BLTs? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure there's someone that prefers it that way, and it's immoral. Let's just move on. Nobody likes a BLT untoasted. <laughs> Oh, some, I bet there are folks. There's some jerk yep. out there right now <laughs> madly tweeting. <laughs> All right, you queers. I like much. <laughs> well, no reason to go. I don't know why we I'm dragged that saying, into it. I'm just uh, saying that, that I hate this person. <laughs> Sorry, back to you. Uh, what were we listening to? By the way, I've got TSOP, MFSB. Oh. The Sound of Philadelphia. Yeah. Kind of an early disco uh, era. Oh, ubiquitous. You got a problem with this? Yes. Oh, really? It sounds like music that would play over a montage in some, like, <laughs> Neil Simon comedy. <laughs> and you don't like Doc? You don't like Doc Simon? <laughs> All right. Oh, look, there goes Marsha Mason walking down a busy New York street. And Matthew Broderick has her kid. Boy, that was a long time ago, huh? Yeah. And Jason Robards as the grandpa. What was the name of that movie? Uh, I, uh, uh, Max Dugan Returns? Max Dugan Re- Was it Max Dugan or Max Dugan Returns was the sequel? No, Max Dugan Returns mm-hmm. because he came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, 
That usually is well, yeah, what but, return means. <laughs> right. Does that imply a sequel? Yes, like it the does. The first one I was Max Dugan, then Max Dugan. <laughs> yeah. No, you just came back. Where was I? And Saints. You thought, and you thought my reference was obscure. <laughs> cool breeze. Really? Would you like to hear your theme song? <laughs> hey. Tom getting ready for in the morning for this song. Ah, <laughs> oh, you kid. I t- 22 skidoo. Did you get a tweet from JFK this morning? Or was it 23 skidoo? What? A tweet from JFK. That's right. The JFK Library Foundation has launched a new project. Are they trying to t- terrify it people? It takes actual quotes from the slain 35th president and When's tweets this headache going to go away? Using the handle at John F. Kennedy. Really? The new foundation says its goal is to use a 21st century medium to share Kennedy's voice to a new generation out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. So if you get a tweet from John F. Kennedy, don't freak out. Well, sadly, November 22nd is just a couple of days away. One would have thought they would have done it a, maybe at a different time of year. Nope. What are they going to do in a few days? <laughs> Sorry, I can't tweet today. <laughs> hey, hey, kids, uh, if you're driving in you a know, limo. What if he just tweeted, ow? If you think about it. Put on the bubble top. <laughs> if you think about it, you jerk. They wouldn't do it on the anniversary of the assassination. Why would they do it even near the anniversary? I would have waited a few weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, just one of the many reasons I don't work at an actual job. If I was in charge of that, I would have tweet- tweeted, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Parentheses, chain rattles. You know what? I'm going to follow him just to see if they do, do something on well, that day. Is, this, is this a brand new thing? Yeah, it's a brand new thing. Again, they, the foundation a, just started it. Wait a couple weeks. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry, back to you. Everybody's sorry. tweeting us or texting us now, and you don't know it, right? What do you mean? Well, remember the president with the uh, the EBS? He he. Well, that was an emerg. I mean, that's that well, testing. But, but then the Republicans, the Democratic Party, text you. Oh, you're right. You I, was have, a, yeah. I was getting them. I was getting them left yeah, and right, quite a bit. I don't know what list I got on, but and I love that. Except, he, in, except in Florida, they don't text. They he, write it out in longhand <laughs> and pass it around. Chick, you'll be happy to know you have. Three times as many followers as John F. Kennedy. No kidding. Yeah, he only has forty-eight thousand right now. Yeah, suck but, on that, but Jack. he has the blue check mark, so he's verified. Oh, I gotta have a blue check mark on Twitter. I know, but I just oh. think it's so could we funny move on? That... I'm so bored that I'm falling asleep. <laughs> That's right. I'm waiting for the Ice Man up here with some. <laughs> anyway, the Saints win forty-eight-seven over the Philadelphia Eagles, and if you recall, they are the Eagles are the defending Super Bowl defending champion. Super Bowl champions. So. The Saints have something figured out. We'll see what happens. And the Bears are in their fourth straight win. Uh, Bears. Uh, they beat the Vikings last night in Chicago. Beautiful soldier field. And that was uh, Chick McGee's 25-20. Uh, that was my shock. triple shock. I had the Bears he, minus he the three. Tripled his bet. So there you go, 26-20 on the season so far. I'm above 500. That's why I'm mentioning it a lot. Tom has not been taking your bait on your uh, Soldier Field comments as of late. No, he just hasn't. <laughs> I know he... Uh, oh, I here. just think it's an architectural abortion. It looks like a <laughs> looks like a spaceship is trying to mate with the Acropolis. You see how some of your references are really like... Uh, you just... You bet it all, don't you? There's so much bad architecture out there. Why? Yeah. And that's, that is really the worst. Uh, that sorry. is one of the problems of the of the world right now. It's bad design. Ugly building. No, it is. I, I think it's, it's 
a big problem. We could get that cleared up. No, a design is important in life. Never mind. Why am I talking to you? Philistine. <laughs> Who would understand? Tasteless. Have more. you seen the new Chrysler building? <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, that that is something else. Yeah, just give me more square glass boxes. That's architecture. That's right. Okay, good. Gorgeous. You can see right in. Hey, the windows don't open. Brilliant. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> the Ravens and Lamar Jackson beat the Bengals yesterday. And not RG3. He sat and watched. <laughs> Respectfully. Uh, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Detroit, Dallas, Giants, Oakland, and uh, Denver also win. Uh, Joey Logano won NASCAR season finale at Homestead yesterday to grab his first cup championship uh, in a year in which he barely contended in the playoffs. That's why they set up this uh, playoff. Uh, formula for NASCAR, so anybody can. There you go. Anybody can win. Uh, professional dart players. Yes. <laughs> they have professional dart players. No, sure. The PDL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old, uh, the yes. old PDL. Uh, yes. oh, Was it the yes. professional dart? league they are accusing yep. one another There's don't go problems. to pda.com it's There's just pictures problem. of people making out in bubbles <laughs> that's pda yeah that's what he said don't oh. go don't go to pda oh, I you, said PDL. you want to go to pdl.com uh there there's trouble in the league it's not steroids it's not uh, stealing signs it's not um uh infl- deflating the darts whatever you do they're accusing each other of farting during what? the Grand Slam of darts over there in the I uh, could see how that would throw you. United Kingdom. On purpose, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Can you of, fart on Will on command? Well, what they're doing is not holding them. Well, there are there are people I believe. Didn't we have that guy on the air one time that could fart on command? Fart there on was command. the famous Frenchman Le Petomaine, whatever. Right, right. So, I'm sorry. Right. So this guy's accusing. Is it unsportsmanlike conduct? To Gary Anderson of Scotland or? beat Wesley Harms of the Netherlands 10-2 during the quarterfinals in the post-match interview, which I'm sure we all watched. Mm-hmm. Harms accused Anderson of breaking wind, but Anderson countered that the smell of rotten eggs came from Mr. Ham, invoking the legendary "He who smelt it, dealt it" defense. So, there you go. <laughs> Anderson added, it was bad. Then he started to play better, and I thought he must have needed to get some wins. It now. was bad. <laughs> this is probably good for the game of darts. Why? How? Every sport needs a bad guy. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, and why else? Oh, you mean like the Cowboys? Yeah, I got that. Why else would we be uh, even talking about whatever this is, the International Darts Championship? So who's the who's the uh, farter? Who's there? Who are they? Uh, Wesley Harms. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know much about darts, but Josh, wouldn't you think that maybe clenching would throw your aim off? If you, well, I bet he was farting while the other guy was up there. Audibly, or yes, right? Yes. Oh. No, well, yeah. Even if it isn't audible, it's the smell is what's distracting. Yeah. Have you ever seen darts on TV? It's it's like golfing. Wait a minute. It's Time golfing out. on qui- only quieter. You watch darts. On darts TV? is the I think the number one watched television in the uk i think it's number one far and away yeah i've seen it of everything soccer they watch darts there's a split screen there's they have the dartboard here (laughs) right maybe the dartboard on the left and the guy aiming at the dartboard on the right and then it gets quiet man do they and then that dart lands and the place goes nuts have you not ever seen it are the people drinking while they're playing uh it does seem to be yeah yeah, i saw one where they were a tavern or at least people were yeah yeah does that help your aim Having just a mild buzz. And yeah, maybe loosens uh, you up a bit. It's like golf. There's probably a fine line. Okay. All right. Well, 
So, uh, what about the ref? Maybe he was the guilty one. Did they sorry. look into that? Sorry. <laughs> Harms told Dutch TV channel RTL7. So this was broadcast. Where, this where is news broadcast. comes first. <laughs> where news breaks first. <laughs> breaks first. Uh, it'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. I didn't know things like this can also happen within the PDC. Oh, professional not the PDL. Professional Darts Corporation. Oh, I, I did not realize they'd been uh, incorporated. He added, <laughs> "I, I swear on my children's lives, it was not me that farted." Good and, lord. What a heavy swear. Yeah, right. One time? Right. And it's still not clear as this story, as I'm bringing you this story this morning, it's still not clear who this actually the, broke when. Wow. The PDC, the Professional Dart Corporation. Right. Yes. Okay. The PSC, the Professional Shart Corporation. <laughs> there's, a, there's a match you don't want to watch. <laughs> oh, you mean the, the Society of Hefty Athletes? <laughs> Throwing. throwing spears? <laughs> the shats? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot the R. <laughs> really? Throwing spears? <laughs> yeah. you, mean, you mean sharks. Like yeah. The shats. Right, right, that, right, is a, right. that is a really unpleasant, Speaking of really unpleasant TV show. Speaking of unsportsmanlike conduct, yes. I've been watching all levels of football, man and boy, for 50 years. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. 52 years. Whoa. So... Uh, Harvard yes, uh, on Saturday had a touchdown called back after the running back gave the opposing team's defense the middle finger as he trotted into the end zone. <laughs> While he was running. Oh, by the oh, way, yeah. the opposing team was Yale. It was Harvard-Yale. Oh. Sophomore running back Devin Darrington <laughs> yes. flipped the bird. Uh, SAT 1600. Devin Darrington? Actually, his SAT 1601. He likes to go that extra mile. <laughs> yeah. uh, he flipped the bird to Yale's defense. He was crossing the 10-yard line and made his way towards the end zone officials called the touchdown back for unsportsmanlike conduct didn't know you could do that uh, yeah that's thought a, you could uh, I they thought would it assess would a, the penalty yeah. on the kickoff or whatever uh, would, would that happen in the nfl uh i don't think it could i, I like this rule so. harvard went on to beat yale 45 27 what a jerk yeah. Yeah, what a jerk is right. The guy he flipped off dropped his monocle. He was. Oh, that's mad. He opened his eye. He widened. His eyes got wide. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to make this guy. They're going to make this guy write an extra term paper. <laughs> These Harvard guys are all. You know, they're all psyched because Ryan Fitzpatrick had a couple good games two months ago, and you know he's a Harvard guy. Oh, so they think yeah. they can. Uh... Yeah. Did this ever happen in Quidditch? Do people? Uh... Quidditch. Can you flip anybody off? Uh, oh, you know, you want to you hang on to that uh, broom. broom. Yeah, yeah you want to okay. lose control. Both hands. Sure, it's okay. hard to stay on a broom. You ever try to ride a broom? Well, Christy could probably show us later. <laughs> sure, yeah. She's got, well, she's got a better, better grip than we do. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. I've seen, I've seen Christy ride a hands free. So no, no, she, <laughs> well, she can, she's uh, wearing a skirt, of course. She can grip with three uh, three points on the broom instead wow. of just the, uh, like of just the two. Well, those are culottes. <laughs> Speaking of dated references, yes. are, they even, are culottes even made anymore? I don't know. Well, they don't call them culottes. Aren't they scorts? Scorts. They're called scorts. Oh, I like the word culotte is much better. Culotte sounds terrible. Why? No, scort sounds like spork, and I don't believe in sporks. So. Okay. I hate those fake words. Why I hate do you sporks. like sporks? I hate sporks. I never. And I love them. Why? Oh, there's there's nothing better to eat a Mexican pizza with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having a shovel with holes in it. <laughs> well, no. with tines. Can you eat a soup with a spork? Yeah. How about a shovel rake? Maybe a chowder? How about a shake or a ruffle? <laughs> Why haven't anybody invented a shovel <laughs> with no tines on the them. end? 
Uh, we have a lot to get to I'm coming sorry. up in sorry, the news. Bobby. Uh, we have uh, we have a new way to get high that um, may be an all time low. I'd be open. Uh, every bulldozer has a shovel no, with tines won't. at the end. Mm-hmm. No, was... like a handheld one. Smart ass. Smart ass. <laughs> You're absolutely right. A bulldozer does have tines on the end. Of Great. Well, little... if you want to eat with a bulldozer, hey, <laughs> spork. We're he coming right back. called you a witch too. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you use tines daily? <laughs> Okay, hit the music. Turducken? That, Is that what I'm getting? That, that, what year was that show on? Like 73? Oh, no, it was in the 80s. Cagney and Lacey sure. in the 80s? And she's sure. in the new Coen Brothers movie I just saw. Tyne Daly? Yeah. She's they're, doing, they're doing a remake, that show, about Cag- Cagney and Lacey. Oh, are they? Yeah, they've aged a little bit. They're calling it Cagney and Lassie. Oh, <laughs> Sagney and Lassie? Nice. Be that right back. That is not nice. Oh. Yeah, how about that broad, huh? <laughs> well, she's hard to look at. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> Can you imagine? Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> not as bad I... as that injury timeout for Why Alex Smith I brought to you by Snapple. <laughs> That's just mean. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. There he is. It's Chick McGee across the way. Coming in hot. See, now you can't you can't say coming in hot because I gotta yell it. You, you can't. Oh no, I gotta say it the way you want me to say it, and no, when you want me to say it. No, right? you can't just say hey, coming in hot. You can't. You gotta sell Maybe it. Maybe I'm a conversational coming in hot. You don't know. Um. Okay. Well, listen. I see today being the last day for that. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not gonna let it go. <laughs> Could he be coming in lukewarm? No, he's got to be coming in hot. Oh, coming in tepid. Okay. <laughs> There's Ace Cosby, our engineer today. Hello, Ace. Hey, you guys. Uh, there you go. Let's, let's see. That's, um, no, no, that's Josh over there. Then Hi. There's, there's Christy. That's this right. The Raiders speaking. doubled their, their win total yesterday. That's right. Well, I'm watching you on VIP. Uh, oh, yeah. It's oh, that's right. We're, on, we're, on, uh, you, we're streaming the show live on the Bob and Tom VIP. Go to uh, bobandtom.com slash VIP. You can, <laughs> if you can't watch now, you can watch it later on the website. <laughs> Yep. All right, Chick, please. please. Making some uh, humorous finger motions. That's right. Not the finger you're thinking of. <laughs> no, the donut and the snake. Famous. <laughs> yes. Famous. Coming in low I had no idea snakes fruit. like donuts so much. Okay. Well, they like they like the warmth and the uh, tightness. Of uh, crawling, I but, yeah. Let's move okay. forward here. We have um, a chance for you to win our Myrtle Beach contest. Visit the new uh, Bob and Tom store. And uh, visit the, uh, just go to uh, bobandtom.com slash VIP. To we have a new store in Myrtle Beach? No, 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 no. You can. Uh, this is confusing. You, you can win a trip to Myrtle Beach if you'd like. Well, you said check out our trip to Myrtle Beach, and then you can see our new Bob and Tom store. That's right. No, that's, that's you raise said. a good point. Uh, the, no, the Bob and Tom store is online. Bob and Tom store. Just check it out. There's some cool stuff. Perfect for the holidays. Uh, now we have uh, Chick <laughs> McGee once again at the uh, Bob and Tom Sports Desk. What did we miss? Uh, I'm good. I got a piece of email from someone from. So Harvard. do I. So do I. So someone, somebody from Harvard wants to contend the fact that the Harvard running back, I believe, Darren, De- Devin Darrington, mm-hmm. was flipping off the uh, Yale defenders as he trotted into the I've end. Seen zone. the video. According to Keith, the call was wrong. Uh-oh. Read today's news. Well. <laughs> he was raising his index finger. The photo proves it. Oh, see, now, he, the, there the you go. photo that I saw was pixelated. Okay, yeah. Again, really? Raising his index finger. You could see how different this is from this, right? Yeah, sure. Right. See the difference? And but, all the free VIP viewers, you see the difference? <laughs> Harvard won anyway, but I... That's right. Um, That's from Keith. Well done, Swan. Why would they pixelate that on broadcast television? Is it? I mean, really? 
Um, They're saying what he did. He raised the middle finger, then they show the video, and they pixelate it out. Because, Thomas, certain children see it, they'll burst into flames. You know. Okay. All right. I'm just asking. It just seems, I don't know. It does seem silly, but they're describing what he did. I understand. And then you. Now, they also pixelated Alex Smith getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, that was gruesome. I can understand that. I have not seen it. I don't, I don't know that I I'll don't watch like it. to watch okay. things like that. Right. I understand. Chick, we got an email also from Mr. Tyler Smithson. Yes. yes. What did Mr. Smithson have to say? His father and he work at a, uh, they worked at a heat treat company, and uh, they used to treat shovel heads with tines on them. No, kid. Oh. So they already apparently, have. This. Apparently, that is a thing. The the giant spork, Tom. Andy. Everybody. <laughs> everybody, oh, watch watch Christie's face. Did they present that on Shark Tank? You think? <laughs> I I don't know. No, perhaps. Man, what a great show. Yeah, editor's notes. Every time these mics go off, I get to hear about Shark Tank. No need to watch. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> get off my rug. Uh, and for that sure. reason, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Thank, thank you very much. Um, Okay. Uh, Mark Cuban's so handsome. He is handsome. Now, um, looks Chick, like a guy. He's this, a guy. Does this song ring a bell for you? All songs ring bells. Uh, the Association. No. It's not The Association? No. I thought it was Wendy. Everyone. But it sounds a, very it's Association. Georgie Girl, right? It's Georgie Girl by I hey. forget who. Georgie Girl. Man, is that Swinging down the street so Very good. Am I'm I sure, right? I, it was, I think it was at the... I thought seekers, it was the Seekers. seekers it may be the New Seekers, though. I don't remember. Well, first they were the Seekers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then they were then the Seekers. The and that's seekers. from a movie, Georgie yes. Girl, right? Did anybody see that? I did. How is it? In, so super incredibly British. Incredibly missable. Yes. 60s British. 60s. So what happened? Like Alfie came out and people went, let's get more of these? Yeah, and- I know. Probably. You know, how, you know how Hollywood works, everybody? Yeah. That was English. But, yeah. Uh, the it's distinctive up- that no one has put that on a uh, on a Lost Island list. I don't know. Yeah. We, someone has uh, sent something here into the uh, Bob and Tom text how does this it, uh, How does this insult me? I can't wait. The upright bass player for the band The Seekers is named... His first name is A T H O L Guy. Athol Guy. That's why we're playing this? That was kind of interesting. Uh, someone shared that with us. All right. This guy's name is Athol. Once again. Yeah. A T H O L. Sure, he pronounces it differently. Or, yeah. I don't know whether to keep teasing you about what you talk about. You mean you think he calls himself a tall? Because he'd <laughs> be a tall guy? Because at this point, is that what the, right now, the joke it going just for? struck me, you might be uh, starting your descent into madness. This, I don't know that it's his fault. He brought that up. We're talking about a bass player in a band who did a song the no 60s. one cares about. Somebody sent it to him. That's right. When you know things pop up on his screen, he has to look at it. It says, uh, <laughs> so wh- how, how did they find that out? Uh, wh- names of band members that have sound like butts. Let's go. Uh, Athol George Guy, member of the Australian pop music group, The Seekers. Not the New Seekers. Well, I didn't. I, I just. No, I, I thought I there was. Seekers. I think there is a New is Seekers. There a new I bet he goes by George. He doesn't go by Athol. Oh, Why God, would he? Tom, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what he's into? <laughs> he does play bass, so he's a. Well, maybe he goes by Athol on the weekends. Uh, yeah, come on, you're you're a smart guy. You know you're nuts, right? You got you have to. <laughs> well, <clears throat> oh, the new seekers did. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Oh, That's... oh from the, the well, yeah. made, made re-famous by mm-hmm. Madman. Mad 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 That's right. One of the great endings. I thought so. Of a series, unlike Lost. 
<laughs> the polar opposite of an ending. That's quite good. Yeah, very complicated. But I can get that some people wouldn't understand. It. Yeah, oh yeah. You comes? remind me like you, you've got like a machine gun over there, and you just pivot wherever you're. Oh, you're gonna. I'm gonna eat you alive now. How about you? What about you? I wouldn't. I honestly couldn't argue with anybody who didn't care for the end of Lost. I just happened to like it. And you put in all those years watching, and then that's where it ends. Yeah, I, re- I remember crying. Uh, I, I think there was a bigger problem. I found it really that, emotional. Uh, Lost he- is responsible remote. for, for uh, foisting, uh, what's his name, Jose, Jose Legarza, whatever that guy's name is. It was that's a, a race car driver. What's, uh, what's the big guy on with the curly hair on Lost? What was his uh, name? He's great. I forget his name. but Jorge. He's on Hawaii Dan, Five-0 now. He was Dan, early. On. Dan Futterman. What is it? I don't know. Dan Futterman. <laughs> this is Again. the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We come to you live from the Napa Auto Parts Studios. Today, a special day. We're streaming the show live. You can watch it. Hi, everybody. At bobandtom.com slash VIP. <laughs> if you can't watch it now, you can catch it later on the website if you want to see what's going on in here. Uh, coming up, author John Feinstein, the guy that wrote the best-selling sports book of all time. He's got a new one out about NFL quarterbacks. It looks fantastic. We'll talk with John in about uh, 15 minutes, I would say. There's Ace over there, our engineer. Time to rock. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. There's a Chick McGee once again at the sports desk. Coming in hot! Coming in hot is his new motto. We'll see how long this lasts. There's Josh. If you... Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am! <laughs> yeah, baby! I thought, I thought your new motto was, I'm a thorough and generous lover. Is nope, that... it's all about me now. <laughs> okay. When I finish, ladies, you're out. <laughs> what if I just don't? What a you're dummy. Out. Uh, okay. There's Christy Lee. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. This is Tom speaking. Hello, friends. Be kind. We have, um, uh, first of all, congratulations to Chick. His lock, his, his, his can't-miss pick did not miss. Triple shot. I had the Bears minus the three. They win by five last night over you, Minnesota. You tripled your bet, so the shoe yeah. in of the week brought to you by Napa doing very well. What staying, were you for the week? Staying above 500, I was three. You didn't miss a game. Three and two for the week. Did you guys hear anything? I did not hear a thing. Yes, the Raiders doubled their win total yesterday, getting incredibly lucky. The Arizona Cardinals, uh, their late game touchdown being called back because one of the Cardinals erroneously, there wasn't a hold, but they said it was. Pure dominance. Uh-huh. No, actually, it was a, it was an amazing hold. <laughs> I they see. should bench the guy. Okay. It was so stupid. Uh-huh. <clears throat> no. Anyway, twenty six and twenty on the season, three and two for the week against the spread. And speaking of football, the Cleveland Browns are going to consider possibly Tom Griswold. Many options to fill their head coaching vacancy. Would you make yourself available to be the head coach of the Cleveland uh, no, Browns? No, because I know nothing about it. Well, on Sunday, ESPN's Adam Schefter Doesn't reported, stop you from talking about other subjects. No joke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Schefter and many other websites picked it up. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reported the Browns wanted to interview Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary of State, as their head coach. The That'd team, be cool. The team was later complimentary oh, of Rice, Condi. but said she's not a candidate. Oh. Ah. Well, She's never it. coached a team. Condi's, so? She knows a lot about football. So? There's a difference between running a hospital and doing brain surgery. Well, yes. Well, no, well, I think... That's a totally uh, different... No, it's the exact same thing. She could be in the front office the of a team. She knows a lot about football, but right? there's a big difference between coaching the team and running a team. She says, I love my Browns. This is her tweet. I know they'll hire an experienced coach to take us to the next level. Mm. Hey! Like they always do. On a more serious note, I do hope, she continues, that the NFL will start to bring women into the coaching profession as position coaches, and I think there are a couple uh, already out there. Oh, we'll see it in our lifetime. I and think. eventually... In the NBA. Well, your lifetime. And eventually, uh, coordinators... 
Yeah, that was about me. Uh, one doesn't have to play the game to understand it and motivate players, Condoleezza Rice says. See? Yeah, but... But experience counts, and it's time to develop a pool of experienced women coaches. What do you think we'll see first, a uh, female head coach or a female player? In the NFL? Yes. You'll never coach. see a, you'll never you'll see never a see female a player. player. Never, you say. Well, maybe a kicker. Right. Like Kathy Ireland and Unnecessary Roughness? Yeah, unnecessary oh, that's right. There already was one. <laughs> or maybe yeah. that maybe that donkey. Uh, what was that movie? Gus, uh, the field goal kicking mm, mule. Sure, that's <laughs> just as likely. Uh, no, the thing is, uh, Condoleezza Rice is a brilliant person, certainly, but she, you don't just start by coaching an NFL team. Those those the Oh, that's that, right. People that do that have a lot of experience. Condi has been heavily in, or as I call her, Miss C. Yeah. Has been involved heavily involved with college football. She served on the, uh, I think this is the first one, the college football playoff committee from 2013 to 2016. Again, yeah. very knowledgeable, but not a coach. She sat on a commission that recommended major changes to college basketball. Now, Oprah coach. should coach. Do I? Why, why, why do you say that? Well, like if she were coaching the Raiders, the games would suck, but everybody get a free car. Look under your seat. It's a free car. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, Oprah. It's ridiculous. Condoleezza Rice also was one of the first female members to join Augusta back in That's 2012. Right. I Something that. Hootie still mumbles about as he's walking around. I can't believe it. I wonder if she's ever played around at Augusta. Of course. What do you mean? Like seeing people on the sly? No. Playing no, play around? Play golf there. Of course. Oh. But uh, again. Uh, so you would be against the Browns hiring her as their head coach? Yeah, everyone would. I'd be if they hired her as their general manager. That'd be something else. Those are, com- those are completely different jobs. Running the team again. There's a difference Don't between Jerry running Jones. the you team. You should have said that's a completely different job altogether. It's that's a completely, completely different, different job. job. Mm, no, it's ridiculous. That would be. It's not I'm ridiculous. Sorry. No, it is. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> your your thing is, and I'm I'm worried that people aren't hearing you, is that she was the Secretary of State, and now she's being considered as a head football coach. Is she, that right? Coaching is a Different very specific being, skill set. I think Secretary of State. Again, you, to, you can uh, run the hospital, but not necessarily do brain surgery. I think that's a bad. Uh, okay, you can um, you, you can, can run a hospital, but you can't. You uh, can coach the team, but not you don't know, necessarily uh, carry the ball for them. Although what how what how many quarter how many head former coaches? players or former players like eleven I think right now yeah well Vrabel like first me. of all pops but in my I, head. no it's just they're they're completely different skill sets who started this rumor how did this story it was ESPN I don't know who right? started it but Schefter's the first one that people took seriously that uh, he tweeted it oh he tweeted that we are considering Condoleezza Rice yeah the Browns were considering gotcha. them. Yeah. and she was like what <laughs> huh how do you get in a tweet like that. That people would hear about it, so we could start. Let's start a rumor. Let's not, shall we? Uh, is that sports? On. Yes. <laughs> Going out hot. <laughs> yeah. Going out. Tap, tap it. Gold. Good one. Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. Christy. Pornhub has teamed up with Erotica Magazine. Pornhub again? And fashion brand Richardson to launch a fashion collection. Really? The 13-piece line features hoodies, tote bags, T-shirts, playing cards, sweatshirts, bomber jackets, socks, sliders, and baseball caps. Come on, Tom. Buy me a Pornhub hoodie. (laughs) Does Pornhub have a logo? The flag's bomber jacket is decorated with flags of countries where pornography is banned and where it is not. The signature T-shirt is inspired by... Wait a minute. (laughs) 
if it's got the flags of countries where it's banned and not banned, that means it has flags of all countries. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. That's, that's their logo. Who's yeah, gonna, I've seen this who's T-shirt. Who's going to wear that? Yeah, I was. I honestly would not wear it. What do you mean, man? Unless Pornhub were to offer me free premium uh, content. Oh, I see. You would. Act, would you actually wear a T-shirt really, that said Pornhub? Are you really I don't think so. Who would wear this? Yeah, who would wear Everybody that? Everybody would wear that T-shirt. It makes a statement. A, this better be Scotch guarded, and B, I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Does it I'm say, lonely. Any sales figures there for oh, The okay. signature T-shirt is inspired by a tee worn by a fan at the Pornhub Awards ceremony, which was covered in the signatures of multiple porn stars. Why wasn't that I sent to that? That sounds lovely. <laughs> hmm. Is it? I don't know. It just seems rather tasteless. I can't. Well, let's clear up any doubt about who's a perv in the room. Oh, Bobby's got his Pornhub shirt on. I'm a perv, but I don't need to wear a shirt to prove it. There you go. Just a few minutes of conversation, you'll yeah, know. Yeah, I just let people know. Hey, I looked at Pornhub yesterday. Do they? Um, <laughs> you'd probably be surprised who. No, but I just don't. Looks on Pornhub. I don't see who's going to wear that though. It seems like an odd choice, fashion-wise. If you saw a guy with a Pornhub T-shirt, Christy, and you were in a cocktail situation, would you think, ah, there's a guy that I want to talk to? Well, no, especially in a cocktail situation. Everyone knows you don't wear a T-shirt. Walk up with a, bla- walk up with a black light. <laughs> <laughs> what if your uh, oldest daughter came home with a boy oh, and he was wearing a Pornhub shirt? <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, what would, I mean, do you? Uh, well, we'd have a chat later. <laughs> you and the kid or you? you... Yes, I am. My, I'm not going to call the guy out. I'm right. not going to say what kind of. Pervert, no. are you? Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Jack. Does your, does your van, <laughs> does your van have a shag carpet <laughs> and a pillow? No. Nah, Did you ever know anybody who had a van like that? No. A shagging wagon? No. Never did. Old shagging wagon. Did you? Oh, the shagging wagon. Do you call that because it has shag carpet? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this Pornhub T-shirt that has all the—is that not ridiculous? It's just a white T-shirt with all these random. Oh, it looks like uh, signatures looks on like it. Looks like porn stars actually signed it. Yeah, that's well, yeah, that's who, who their signature. The, uh, who are the actresses? <laughs> well, I, I can't really read that, so I don't know. Maybe some of my favorites are on there. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much, Christy. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks very much for joining us. <laughs> We're in the Napa Auto Parts studios. I look around the room, and I see is that Ace Cosby? It is. Hello, friends. Uh, doubling up on your uh, Oakland Raider wear. Because that's uh, they double their win. Yesterday. Yeah, they went from one win this season to two. Very nice. A true fan always stays loyal. Congratulations to you, Ace. Jake McGee, Redskins fan. Tough game for the Redskins. Yeah, will Derek Carr play next week? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, congratulations, Chick, on the uh, great pick over the weekend. Oh, the pick. Yeah, I had Chicago. Yeah, the Redskins lost, but still, they're number they're number one in their division. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. There's Josh Arnold. Josh. Hi. What's your new slogan? Oh, uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I thought it was, you're a... Yeah, I'm going to go back to that. You're, you're a, a, what is it again, a gentle, thorough lover? What is a it? thorough and generous lover? Thor- oh, thorough and generous <laughs> lover. You, you know, because my, my, mine is coming in hot. Oh, so why right. don't you try thorough and generous lover with a lot of enthusiasm? See how that I'm works. a thorough and... How about coming in... <laughs> yeah, coming in your hair. Coming in alone. <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> or in your hair. Either one. Sorry. Uh, I'm often alone. I'm rarely lonely. Uh, uh, there you go. Very good. Uh, there's Christy <laughs> Lee. I can see her from here. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom program. You know, even Superman had a fortress of solitude. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
That's on a shirt somewhere, I think. Yeah, he okay. needed he needed he needed a break, certainly. Yeah. We were just talking about what was it? Pornhub is now issuing T shirts and fashion stuff. Selling. Yes. I just don't see who'd wear that. Oh my gosh, you don't I, oh, Tom. Do they have Probably one of your sons would wear it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I doubt, it. Absolute, oh, I no. doubt Every it. one of your sons would wear yes. this shirt. Yes. A Pornhub logo. I saw your oldest dressed like, did you see him this weekend? Well, he was at a, been as his band was playing somewhere, so. Yeah. They were doing a tribute to ABBA. Uh, it's ABBA, not ABBA. It's <laughs> awful is what it is. You see how you're a <laughs> snot, right? Sorry, a pretentious I, dick. I, you I, see I, that. Uh, <laughs> ABBA. Uh, Whatever. I don't listen to their music. I'm not a fan. You well, want- you could pronounce their name. ABBA. It's not ABBA. And then when you pronounce it the correct way, you make it sound white. And they so put their like, kids in ABBA. So it's ABBA. Like, ABBA. Like, like Abracadabra. It's ABBA. Yeah. Abracadabra ABBA. should be ABBA. one of their albums. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. So you'd wear these the pants from Pornhub or whatever? I wouldn't, but I'm not a millennial. Do they call I'm them not... like boo khakis? <laughs> there, there's a lot of Scotch guard. I don't even get that. <laughs> You know, well, don't you don't want to know what? Say the word khaki, uh, bukaki. <laughs> never, never, never mind. Well, I'll you with, uh, uh, let's, a group we, of no, men. We need to move huh? on. Oh. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, it's uh, we have uh, Christy Lee at the bottom. Genial lady, who, who's yeah. just <laughs> very open-minded. Uh, yes, yes. Oh. Individuals. Uh, An eager young woman might oh. sit <laughs> on her own, might sit on her knees. And... Uh, we need to know. <laughs> uh, Christy Lee at the news. Desk. What else is happening out there? Yes. As bizarre as it sounds, young Indonesians have found a way to get tipsy by boiling sanitary pads and drinking the water. Oh, not... what? There's no way this is real. <laughs> there's, there's no way. There's no way this happened. Read the dateline. Cool. It's a, no a, a properly sourced news story. According no to the head of the Central Java chapter of the National Narcotics Agency, the chlorine from boiling sanitary pads and water creates hallucinations, as well as the feeling of flying. Well, why don't they just boil chlorine? Why do they have to put the pads in there? I... I like hallucinations. Okay, so these are new pads. No, they're used pads taken from the trash, Josh. You ladies are oozing chlorine? I, I don't get it. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anything. If the chlorine comes from the pad, why does it have to be used? Does the chlorine, is it a chemical reaction from the I, blood on the pad? It, it, it must be. Look, I'm not from Indonesia. I don't know what's going on there. This is a... Indonesia, relatively, relatively victimless crime. Uh, is it? Uh. Um, it's disgusting. Uh, these, I guess, it's a teenager thing. So they, uh, this, I read the entire article. It's, I don't know what's going to convince me this is a real news story, but so far, this ain't it. Are we sure that one person, one lunatic, didn't just do this? And they went, "Oh well, now this is the new fad no. in Indonesia." Here's the article. I'm looking at the who Straits would, Times. Who would think of doing this? Oh, I'm sorry. What? What? What are you looking at? The Straits Times, it's uh, Dateline Jakarta, it's from the Asia (laughs) News Network and the Jakarta Post, distinguished journalist. Is it? Yes. (laughs) Translation error. Just because you don't believe. Uh, it, uh, this has been going on I, apparently Go ahead, for say years. It. Go ahead, say it. Because we're we're skeptical because you taught us how to be this way. According to the safe drinking advocate Jimmy Ginting... G-I-N-T-I-N-G, Jimmy with one M. Jimmy G? The phenomenon has been going on for at least two years. So, uh... Do you, do you steep it? Do you, like a tea bag? 
in the hot water? You dunk the pad in the hot water? Here we go. Senior Commander Suprinarto, head of Central Java's chapter of the National Narcotics Agency, said it's chlorine in the boiled mixture that creates a feeling of flying and hallucinations similar to a sensation experience when taking certain drugs. It also tastes like hot pennies. (laughs) They're using used tampons. I thought it was sanitary pads. Well, oh, sorry, but the the uh, point is, it's uh, yeah, this is a real thing, and you don't try this at home, obviously, unless you're a vampire and you want some hot tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so in any event, good they, morning, they, darling. They, they, they I do have meetings. Tea. They have meetings similar to AA. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah except you're not a friend of Bill. You're a, a friend of Flo. Would you rather do this or the Tide Pod Challenge? What do you think? Again? This is back? No. Oh. But this is sort of their version of... Ugh. Like clamomile tea? Clamomile. <laughs> no. No. No what? That sounds exactly like something you'd add. A little Earl Red? <laughs> A little Earl Grey? He's not gonna. He's not gonna even buy into the joke. I don't believe any of this. Okay, why don't you Google the story and look and read it right there in the international news? What's the biggest problem with the internet? You can have erroneous facts validated over and over and over again. Do you have to boil the pads, or can you wad them up and put them in your Keurig? (laughs) These are all good questions. If you're if you own a Keurig in Indonesia, I think you're probably pretty rich. You're probably I'm not doing king it. of the world. <laughs> wow, oh, boy! I, I, there are always people trying to find ways to get high. There are various types of huffing and all kinds of other things. It seems perfectly legitimate to me, although it's obviously a terrible thing to do. Although I assume it's probably a good iron supplement. You know what? <laughs> as far <laughs> yeah, as man. drugs go, I, we we had that story. We've had it a couple times about where ladies. Um, Take a piece of meat in order to have yeah. a guy fall in love with them. They'll, well, that's they'll an, cook him a piece there, of meat. There are African. certain cultures in which uh, the yeah. meat is placed in a very delicate area of the lady. and she, At a special time of month. special time of month, and, and then she cooks it up, and it's supposed to attract a man. Exactly the, uh, right. Oh, so she marinates it? In, yes, in yes that's right. uh, most contemporary Western cultures have abandoned this practice. Well, ah. so, and a, a tampon boiling is not what it, it used to be. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. Just I will forward the actual source of the article, no. and you can decide for yourself. Um, obviously, it's not very pleasant, but let's move on. No. Christy, what else have you got? Left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> a London-based <laughs> nice. coffee shop chain said locations are being asked to check customer IDs and are refusing caffeine sales to those under 16. Hmm. Costa Coffee, Britain's largest coffee chain, confirmed the policy that has been in place to allow individual locations to decide whether to check IDs of young-looking customers to make sure they're at least 16 years of age. Gotcha. I didn't have any idea that there was a age limit on caffeine. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, how do you buy a Pepsi? Yeah. But I guess in this case, it's just coffee. It's at a coffee shop. Right. I was always, when I grew up, I was always under the impression coffee was almost like alcohol. I, My I, family treated it like, no, you are not old right. enough to have that. I agree. And That's did, way. Did, didn't you always have that one kid in like 10th grade that loved coffee? Yes. Show off. And I used to be like, man, how can your parents let you drink it? <laughs> Wait, is that just your, is it, why are, is that a concern that kids are drinking coffee? Or was know. it just my family's way of going, you're already hyper? I don't, no, I, I think I, I don't kids know. weren't allowed, kids just didn't drink coffee. I think it's a lot different now. Gotcha. Because because I'm of saying, star, because of yeah. a Starbucks and or a coffee I'm shop, this, and, as someone who has an eleven-year-old who drinks coffee, and she does. 
What? Oh, yeah. And then, well, my boys, my older boys grew up coming here. They'd get up at four in the morning and come into work with me. And you know, they're total coffee addicts now. But Willie, when Willie was, you know, 10, he would be in here and... Drinking coffee. Yeah, and mixing with the likes of Chick McGee and Ace. And you can imagine <laughs> the damage that did. <laughs> you mean the days when the kids would take uh, money from me when we'd bet on the football games? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really corrupted them. Yeah. It was their idea. So I'm sorry. So the, the teens can't drink coffee. Where is this? In Britain. Okay. Hmm. What are they going to? Where are they going to put their Baileys well, what and What about tea? I don't have, know. <laughs> isn't yeah. tea bigger tea in Britain? Tea has as much than, caffeine as coffee isn't does. Isn't tea like it? the cuppa? Yeah. Yes. I put the kettle on. Tea is very important. So have your Baileys Will with you be, milk, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Will you else? be doing high tea when you're in London? You if must. You're ask, if you're asking to. me if I'm going to get drunk or high and have a cup of tea, I... I hope to. No, maybe around no. 2 o'clock. You have some tea. Yeah, is that a high tea? tea? Is that the high? That's is indication it? of the high tea? It's a great idea. Yes. Cucumber sandwiches. Yes. Yes. Nice scone. It's a great tradition. Some Welsh. Did you wake up after a long day at work? <laughs> Did your mother have a high tea growing up there? No, but it's not even. My sister lives in England. Have a cup of tea in the afternoon. Why not? A copper. You didn't tell your sister I was going to be in England. Have you seen Jan's in the new one? What is it? The new Nordstrom commercial. Just, yes, oh, she is. so hot. Just I recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, very diverse-looking Nord- Nordstrom like, commercial. That's Jan. This Jan plays the old lady because she is one. Sounds like uh, Josh has a senior uh, yeah, sister's commercial. Jan. She's a senior. You've seen your senior. <laughs> Got a request here, Josh. If I want to make a request to the show, how does one do? My gosh, people, text us, please. Eight eight eight. Two six two eight six six one. I get a dime for every text that comes. That's through. completely false. This is a, a classic uh, about Thanksgiving. I'm getting all psyched about Thanksgiving. Um, now, Christy, you're not cooking this year. I am not. Okay. Once again, the, emer- my sisters, the, the, the emergency rooms have been notified. Yes. yes. When Christy does cook for Thanksgiving at yes. the emergency room, you hear. Overstop. All right, people. This is what we trained for. <laughs> Look alive! Uh, Crippling diarrhea! <laughs> the Bob and Tom Band and Orchestra featuring uh, Dean and Jerry. Whoa, I just love this time of year, don't you, Jerry? I sure do, Dino. Tis the season. Check out those breasts. I like their size. How about those legs? And juicy thighs. My tongue is flapping. Oh, stop your yapping. We're eating turkey. <laughs> yeah. We invited our family. They only came here because dinner's free. <laughs> they really hate us. Pass the potatoes. We're, We're eating, eating turkey. turkey. <laughs> when we first saw that turkey... He ran around and clucked. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> and when I pulled out that hatchet, oh, no. he knew that he was plucked. <laughs> on the wishbone, it breaks apart. Pull on my finger, you'll smell a ding. What a sensation. It's flatulation. <laughs> From eating turkey. Medic, somebody light a match. I really love the white meat. It's great when you want a snack. They say once you've tried the dark meat, 
you never will go back. <laughs> I ate too much. It's time to leave. Oh, I drank too much. It's time to heave. Look out. We've eaten our fill. But all next week we'll be eating turkey. I'll be drinking turkey, Pally. That's wild turkey on the rocks. Oh, yeah. By the way, Dino, how was your date last night? Well, let's just say that I butterballed her. You mean she was ugly like a turkey? No, but she was a gobbler. Oh, I hope she enjoyed the stuffing. <laughs> she lapped up the gravy, too, Pally. <laughs> A little bit of uh, Dean and Jerry for you with the Bob and Tom Band and Orchestra. Thank you very much. <laughs> a couple things happening. First of all, we're streaming the show on live uh, live today, I should say, on the Internet. Oh, at, hey, well, we morning. do that every day, but today it's free for everyone. Yeah, yeah it's bobandtom.com slash VIP. You can watch Chick eating his sandwich. Yeah, right? morning. Uh, Welcome to breakfast. <laughs> you can watch Christy grope me in between... Uh, commercials. Right. Do a little theater. Uh, yeah, touching right. me. Touching Put your me. hand down there. Probably actionable. That didn't happen. I Put, touched his hand. Is that okay? You can find out about uh, lots of different things. Um, let's move what on. Uh, also, while you're at it, we got something super cool going on. If you uh, go to the Bob and Tom website, it's our Myrtle Beach giveaway. Myrtle, Myrtle. Uh, details. Just go to bobandtom.com slash contest. Register to win four-day, three-night oceanfront stay. This is pretty cool. Get all the details once again, bobandtom.com slash contest. We were supposed to talk to John Feinstein here. We're moving that. We'll talk with John a little bit later on today. Um, Now, once again, the VIP preview. VIP might might make a nice gift for someone. Absolutely. You can uh, listen to all kinds of stuff with the show and watch it. And if you can't watch it right now, if you're in a car, you can actually watch it later. And coming soon, we uh, we are in the process of uh, redoing our app. And um, it's going to be uh, really cool. So I, I will urge you also to check that out when the time is right. Uh, uh, now, um, we have uh, the Bob and Tom store for the perfect uh, Christmas gift mm-hmm. or holiday gift um, or perhaps Thanksgiving gift if you are feeling generous. I want to FedEx that thing. Uh, <laughs> and once again, Christy, not cooking this. Are you you're taking a, a pie or something to the celebration? Yeah, you're buying a pie for me, right? Oh, you're, you're taking your annual pie to the celebration? I'm taking a pie. I'll take something else, too. I okay. just haven't figured out what it is yet. All right, Josh, you can, you got the cookies, right? Yes. And yeah, what, very excited. And what's the rule when you take cookies to St. Louis? I put them in the trunk so that I don't eat them on the way there. Mm-hmm. Now, I, are you going to put them all in the trunk or do you allocate <laughs> Do you allocate two for the Are road? there cabin cookies? Tom, I'll be putting them all in the trunk. As you know, My uh, there's, there'll be no room in my car. I mean, my passenger seat, uh, the boxes of hostess <laughs> treats, uh, I have to belt in. And then the back, of course, is... Filled with the gravy keg and the uh, biscuit the uh, trough. Travel snack hierarchy. Coming Go. up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. What's that sound? It must be the return of the Bob and Tom Show. Let's take a uh, quick uh, little attendance here because we're on camera today. We got the uh, bobandtom.com slash VIP cameras up and running. That's Ace Cosby over there doubling up on his Oakland Raider gear today. Incredible game yesterday. Oh, you've won your second of the season. Congratulations. It's good to know. Uh, there's Chick McGee. Sadly, his team, the Washington Redskins, not only did they lose. They lost they, their quarterback. Uh, Alex Smith, who by all uh, accounts is supposed to be a great guy. Swell man. A very, very difficult leg break. Very similar to that of Joe Theismann 33 years ago. To the day. Yeah, wow. And man. Joe was at the game. Joe was at the game and uh, same score. Only the Redskins won when back in 85. I see. They um, lose yesterday. But you're okay, Colt McCoy. You're very psyched about that. 
I like I like the Colt McCoy and Redskins up on the the first spot, first place. There you go. Now we have uh, Josh right Day here. is going to be right. interesting. Now Chick does have a new motto, a new uh, slogan, if you will. Uh, uh, yes, it's coming in hot. Um, <laughs> no, I you're, you're I'm, sp- I'm I'm trying to learn at the foot of of you, Tom. <laughs> Well, I don't. Have my on-air presentation. My, I don't reduce myself to a slogan. Going to uh, <laughs> but, uh, going to more closely in line with you, and I hope is that no one can tell us apart. I don't reduce speaking. myself to a slogan, and yet he's forcing you to do it. Oh yeah, you chose the slogan last week. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. I like it. I do like it. It's your. It's your. Uh, what are the? Who are the, what are the most famous slogans? Oh, get her done! Certainly. Get her done! Probably the big one. Yeah, dynamite. Tip a canoe um, and Tyler too. Goes back a ways. Hello, dare of course. Oh, son of the greatest of all time. Seriously? Uh, well, you know that it's. You uh, mean hello, dare? Hello, dare. One of the few slogans that has its own song. Talk about, oh, that's talk, about, <laughs> talk about lazy writing. Hello, dare. Hello, dare. Hello, dare. Everybody, everybody, go and say hello, dare. How can you not love that? Oh, it's been a while since I we've find, heard that. I find it incredibly easy. God, I love the guitar on that. The guitar? <laughs> it's a great rhythm guitar. It sounds like that sounds just like that band they had on the Flintstones. Right? <laughs> it sounds like when you would get the star uh, in Mario Brothers no, and you could run real fast. Rhythm guitar is a lost art form. It's the, that's the greatest thing about a guitar. <laughs> not, not, not the lead guitar noodling that we're all... I'm sorry. <laughs> Off topic. Let's get yes. on. Coming up, John Feinstein, the author author of A Good Walk Spoiled. Season Top 10. Brink. His Top. new album is called Quarterback. New book. What did I say? New album. album. Sorry, excuse me. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> album I was thinking, of I was thinking he's about gonna music. Sing. Top 10 uh, slogans for commercials of all time. Ready? Oh. Um, Red Bull. It gives you wings. That's number 10. What? What? Taste the rainbow. Red Bull. Red Bull. It gives you wings. All right, how about this? You give us the slogan, we'll give you the product. Oh, okay. It gives you wings. Uh, um, uh, Red Bull. <laughs> how about, uh, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Uh, Alka-Seltzer? Yeah, very nice. That Are is, you doing classic or contemporary? Uh, this is the top advertising slogans of all time. Okay. All right, give us a slogan. Please. Number nine, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, isn't that like UPS or FedEx or no. some or a, a credit card? Dr. Pepper, that's right. What? What's, what's the, the worst Dr. that could happen? Pepper. <laughs> is it their slogan? <laughs> I'm a pepper, he's a pepper. Okay, there we go. How about they're great? Frosty, Frosty Flakes. Tony the Christy Tiger. won that one. They're great. <laughs> Snap, Crackle, Pop. Rice, Rice Krispies. Krispies. Taste the Rainbow. Skittles. Did you know that Snap, Crackle, Pop in different languages is uh, yeah. totally different? It's not Snap, Crackle, Pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is you know weird. What? It's because they're different languages. People have different words in different languages. <laughs> That's weird. Even onomatopoeia changes. <laughs> it's almost as weird as when we had the uh, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and uh, now it's uh, Dakota, Bra- Brock, and... Uh, Liam. Uh, Liam. Number five. Beans means Heinz. Heinz. That's a tough one. That's number five. I've never even heard that. Give me a break. Give Kit me Kat. a break. Bar. Break me off a piece of that. Kit Kat this, this bar. List is nope. What's it's, the source uh, of this? List? It's Melman Orthopedics. <laughs> Give me a break. Oh. Number three. Eat fresh. Subway. Uh, number two. Finger looking good. Kentucky KFC. Fried chicken. Uh, KFC. Sorry. And I'm loving it. <laughs> Mickey D's. McDonald's, that's right. Those are the top ten slogans of all time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What would you say should be on the list that oh, is? I'll have to do some research and think about it. All right.
Um, the quality goes in before the name goes on. Remember that one? No. Oh. Who was that? Zenith. 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 <laughs> we guarantee it'll be solid. That's right. Ice delivery. <laughs> you save, we shave. Ice. That's right. That's right. Just a commercial for ice. <laughs> you like a beverage that's cold? Ice. <laughs> yeah. The best part of waking Pic- up. Pictures in your cup. I'd say that's a better one than picture radio. That's right. Television. It'll never happen. I tell you, never happen. <laughs> never gonna happen. Ever, ever, ever. I thought we were gonna get the top travel snacks from one Josh Arnold. What are you, Ace, bringing up things from seven shows ago? <laughs> no, it's eight minutes ago. <laughs> it was eight minutes ago. I'll do my top three. Top okay. three travel snacks. Yes. Number one. Yep. Fritos, honey, uh, twist. honey barbecue All right. things. Honey barbecue yeah. twist things. Those are quite good, yes. Number two, Twix ice cream bar. Yep. Oh. Jesus, you're traveling with those? Oh, yeah. You gotta eat that quick. <laughs> unless you have ice. <laughs> it's for cold stuff. Ice. <laughs> well, you get in the car and you eat it. What, right. what are you talking about? Okay. You, 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 you want to pace it out. Uh, Chocolate cover, now it's on your steering wheel. Number three. Yes. Um... Combos, combos. Is it a convenience store egg anything, salad? Pr- anything, pre- any flavor pretzel combo. I thought Ugh. for you it was convenience store egg salad. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah like, like, oh, we're saved by the bell. Snack food, that's a meal. Place. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hi, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Oh, hey, Donnie, hello, how are Donnie. you? And check for you not to include Boston baked beans burns my ass. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say, that. Gonna say that. <laughs> yes. that and sunflower seeds. Uh, yep. Boston baked beans is a travel food? Oh, for Donnie it is. Are you kidding me? Uh, do you think that's crazy? Did you guys hear about that uh, drunk lady who stowed a live lobster out of the tank last week? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lobster, that, was a, yeah. that was in Florida, wasn't it? At a red lobster? Yeah, St. Petersburg. Did, did she ever determine if that was her service animal to get off scot-free? I bet she did. Oh, man, she could have just said that. That's a good idea. Uh, well, I think she stole it right from the tank there at Red Lobster. Well, you know, and I, I'm not sure. That that could be a relative of mine, Tom. Oh, well. And I can't prove it because my membership expired last month at Ancestry.com. <laughs> so, but, but I don't like no, when people not. try kicking us out of places, especially when we're drunk. The uh, same thing happened to my Uncle Sonny with an O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They tried kicking him in out of a place because he was too loud and disruptive. Uh-huh. And uh, sure, he may have had a couple tall boys and smoked a bowl while pre-gaming in a parking lot, but he's, he's at a museum, <laughs> and he got buzzed and got kicked out. I mean, you can't be drunk enough to survive an art museum. Love an art museum. <laughs> I mean, about halfway through the tour, he, he went off the grid looking for a men's room. And in my Uncle Sonny's defense, when they kicked him out, sometimes it's hard to tell where the art ends and life begins. Uh-huh. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, that's what his public offender said right to the judge's face. So when Sonny went on trial for peeing all over some picture of a urinal, oh. I mean, it, was, it wasn't an actual urinal. It was just a painting of one oh. <laughs> by that uh, creepy uh, uh, Andy Warhols. <laughs> you know who he is. Sure. Yes. He's, he's that dude that painted pictures of Campbell's soup cans and made a fortune. There were silk screens. But my point is, if I was this lobster lady, I'd just tell the court I stowed the lobster as part of a performance art piece or something. Okay. Because two months from now, that lobster will be on display at the Guggenheim Museum of Art. She'll be sleeping in money and queefing out change. Oh, my <laughs> God. About that. And, and, Tom, I heard about your lobster crane ideal, too. Well, I was I was thinking about uh, they should have a restaurant where you have that crane thing and you d- get your own lobster. Turns sure. out there's a bunch of restaurants that have that. It's a great idea. Well, that reminds me of my Uncle Sonny with the U. Because he had an invention for a restaurant called You Kill It, We Grill It. <laughs> 
Oh, oh boy! Really? You could bring in what? Imagine like whatever you killed that day. He he uh, he could cook up you know anything you killed over an open fire pit. Wow! Cook up your catfish that you noodled that day, <laughs> or um, the possum or squirrel. Maybe you hit with your car. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, really? I'll say like Hey, you wouldn't think raccoon to be all that good. But you put that as steak and shake powder on any random meat, it's that beatable. Um, just wish you wouldn't have left a feet on it. Oh, God. I never knew that raccoons had dependable thumbs. I swear to God. That was really helpful. Man. I got something helpful for you. For what? my buddy Steven Singer, oh. who else would have a website called IHateStevenSinger.com? Who hates Steven Singer? The competition. Steven Singer's got a lot of cool stuff going. Go to the website and look at some of those great uh, gift items. And um, Stephen doesn't uh, waste his time with things like Black Friday. I'm already sick of hearing about Black Friday or Cyber Monday or mm. Flag Day or National Cotex. Uh, I don't know. Uh, snap out of it. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Stephen has got the great price every day. It's the right price. Uh, Stephen is the guy to check out. Once again, you don't need a coupon or some crazy weird date. Never have to worry. You get the best price from a guy who knows what the best price is. He's not going to raise the price, then lower it a week later going, look, it's on sale now. It's backed by the best guarantee in the business. Fast, free shipping. How how, how much is the shipping, Josh? Free. It's free. And, and it's fast. Uh, if you no, get, no, no, but how much is it? Nothing. It's free. And if, ah! you get, if you get your order in by 2 o'clock Eastern time, it's going out that day. Plus, there was a 100-day full money-back guarantee. How could it get better than that? Visit Steven Singer by phone at 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Check out my buddy, Steven Singer. Coming up, uh, we think, uh, it'll be John Feinstein. (laughs) And we're going to have our own slogan generator. Uh A slogan generator. This is where you give give me a noun. I'll give you a slogan. All right. I like it. This I'm very excited about this. I'd love to reduce myself to a cheap slogan. (laughs) This is the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. We come to you live from the Napa Auto Parts studios. At the controls, our engineer is Ace Cosby today. Hello, friends. You can see Ace. And you can see all of us today because we're doing a special free VIP. And Some of you that. might be seeing Ace for the first time and going, huh, I thought he was taller. <laughs> he really is an Oakland Raider fan. He's wearing his Raider hat. He's got his Raider cap and his Raider sweatshirt because uh, they He's dressed in black today. They won their second game of the season. Yep. Redskins fan Chick McGee, who has his own slogan, which is... Coming in hot. Coming in hot. See, there's that little pause I like to do. Yeah. Give him a little. That's what what sells it. The lovely Grace has joined us in the studio. Hi, Grace. Hi. Your hair looks beautiful today. Thank you. I washed it. Oh, well, I didn't know you didn't. You know, I wash wash my hair. I get nothing. Chrissy, you wash your hair? Yeah, I wash my hair every day. Uh, Oh, you do? Every day? No, I don't wash it every day. Oh, you just lied to us. Lied right to our faces. (laughs) I never wash my hair. (laughs) Well... No, I'm sure somebody does it for you, Tom. Honestly, no, no, do you no, I never uh, you soap your head? No, I, I, go, I, go, I go swimming every day. Oh. Why, that's a good thought. Why don't you go soap your head? Do you wear a swim cap when you're swimming? What for? Mm. I don't know. That would know. be utterly pointless. There are guys that do that. I really I want to pull them aside and go, what, what are you in the Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess outside Wait you a wear a minute. You cap. wear a swim yeah. cap all the time. Only when I'm on the in the ocean. That's to keep the sun, the sunburn down. <laughs> yeah. 
What's that's? Um, I get it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it some... looks pretty cool. It looks like uh, we've been through a lot, you and I, over the years. <laughs> Anybody who criticizes you has never had sunburn on the top of their head. Yeah, will you please not shave, not get a haircut right. until Groundhog Day? <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> I'm not going to. I'll, I'll do it with you. I'm not going to be skullet ponytail guy. <laughs> Look a little Gallagher. Come on. <laughs> Oh, see that just right there. Uh, thank you. That's Thanks a lot. Look like, Sorry. Look like Christ. Look like if my mom were alive, she'd hate this. I'll show her. <laughs> Still the rebe- the rebel. Uh, yeah. I'm... <laughs> your mother's very present in your life, isn't she? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> now you see you have you have a uh, a give me a noun slogan generator. Okay, I'll go first because I, th- I always think this is funny. You already I, have your slogan. This word is funny. No. It, a noun. Penis. No. <laughs> Hang on a second. Do we have to go? Down? I always Hold think down. the word. You guys know this. I think the word hat is hilarious. It is hilarious, and I don't know why. Okay. So I put in the slogan generator hats. Yes. And there are 1,076 slogans oh, the slogan on. generator has generated. Do they rank them by any something? The first it? one. Hats is our middle name. <laughs> Hats. I like that. Hats is our middle name. Doesn't even make sense. Doesn't matter. It's funny. I love that. If there was a hat store, well, there's Lids. Right. I think their Lids slogan is. I know the guy at Lids. Lids is their slogan is Hats is our middle name. Is it really? I don't think that's their slogan. No, their slogan is a day without hats is like a day without sunshine. Well, this is a hack generator. No! Yes, it is. The future's bright. The future's hats. I love that. Come on. The future is hats. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. The future's hats. You have to have so a, let's put well, in no, a different... no, no. This one, they're not even trying with this thing. The incredible edible hats. <laughs> oh, see, no. So if we put in a different word, I get we get right. the same exact slogan. Come on. What word? Go ahead. Give me a, um, give me a noun. Let Tom does do it. Does it have to because... be descriptive of someone? How about no, it's noun. A noun. A noun. That's an adjective. Not a, a noun. Didn't you go to an Ivy League D- I was going to say dimple for Christy. Okay, that it's works. Kind of a description of Christy because she's got one dimple. Is a dimple a noun? Yes. Yeah, a dimple. I thought it was a, a um, hideous uh, facial deformity. Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> because I was touched by an angel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we did, go. Hey, did the angel touch you twice at the backside? No, I just got the one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ace, do you have, a, do you have backside uh, I always dimples? wanted those. Those are sexy. They are hot. Yeah. Okay, nothing. Hang on a second. Ace is trying to. I don't know. You've never taken a mirror. I hope take, not. Take I, look, see? I don't those should only be on women. Yeah. Okay. Josh, why don't, don't you take a look? About, I don't want to take a look at Ace's ass. ass. Have a dimple above his ass. Okay, what dimple? What'd you get? For your it's slogan? not all dimple. Dimple, dimple, you know. What's the slogan? It's not all dimple, 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 you know. That's that even... terrible. These, these are like those Chamber of Commerce from the, various be, states that because, have terrible slogans. Because I'm worth dimple. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a dimple? <laughs> Let's find out, Christy. Wow. All right, give me another noun. <laughs> Can I lick your dimple? Dog. No. Dog. Come oh, on, let me, let me tongue that dimple. <laughs> Circle around. Uh, Nobody's ever asked me to do that. <laughs> we put dog in the slogan generator? Yeah. Got a dog? You're in luck. That's... T- <laughs> what? That's meaningless. That's... You can't get quicker than a dog fitter. <laughs> that, that's yeah, a typo. That might be the beginning of a poem. All the <laughs> all the dog that's fit to print. 
Not even. All right. Just stop being fun. See the USA and your dog. No. They're using old slogans. They're just ripping off. Let's see. My dog, your dog, dog for all. What? No good. I like that for hats. (laughs) My hat, your hat, hats for all. Come on. Come up with a good noun. I don't know what this stupid generator thing. Um, How about Tom? Yeah. Proper nouns are nouns. Oh, boy. What does it say? Tom. Now, you were talking about existing slogans. Your new slogan, Chick, is... Tom takes it to the next level. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Tommy! Well, thank you. (laughs) No, that's a slogan. Yeah. Mine's coming in hot. Coming in hot. Uh, Think different. Think Tom. (laughs) Again, that works very well. That's amazing. How about about, uh, what's the worst that can happen? Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Tom is always the one. Isn't what's the worst that can happen? Doug okay, Lachish's the- campaign slogan. <laughs> you know, I doubted that they were taking just taking other people's slogans yeah. and putting them in the slogan generator. Right. Until now. Until now. Pardon me. Do you have any gray Tom <laughs> or Tom Poupon <laughs> or gray Poutom? Nobody Ooh. better lay a finger on my Tom finger. <laughs> okay. How about uh, Skittles? Taste the Tom. <laughs> Tom gives it really good. Uh, oh, Tommy. Yeah, I'm, we don't make Tom. We make Tom better. <laughs> you like these? That could what, be our slogan. What is the, well, that's whose slogan is that? <laughs> Tom, whiter than the whitest. <laughs> <laughs> so this computer's been doing its homework. Uh, I wish it I was a Tom. What is, who, who does the "We Make It Better"? That's isn't that like the, some tape company? Um, I don't remember. Please yeah. don't squeeze the Tom. Okay, now they're just taking other people's slogans. Um, well, they've been doing they that. They have yeah. been doing that. No more? We done? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. At the end well, of the road. Well, that's running out of gas. Try, uh, <laughs> try putting grace in there. See what oh, it God. says. Um, once again, we're trying to get a sl- new slogan for everybody here. Uh, uh, Christy's slogan is, hi, everybody. Josh's, I make, what is it, a generous and... A thorough and generous lover. A thorough and generous lover. Which is appreciated. Grace mm-hmm. for when it's quitting time. Wow. Time for a sharp Grace. That's pretty much every day. Grace is rolling. The others are stoned. What? Okay, I'm out. I don't get that. <laughs> Makes no that. sense. It just doesn't. Uh... It's a drug reference. It's over. I, We're done. Chick. I bet he drinks. Chick, chick, chick. Grace. Okay. Chick, chick, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's over, man. <laughs> There's just nothing there. Wasn't it BASF? We don't make something. We make it better. I think that's what they stole that one. Wasn't that it? The, yeah. Okay. Well, let's um, let's move on here. Boy, that got boring quick. <laughs> boy, it was fun yeah. there. It was fun there for a second. It was right? real fun, and then yeah. boy, it crashed. It was a just, great idea. I, yeah, I've got one for you. Say grace. Ugh. No? Yes. Never heard that one. Say grace. I got it. Yeah, fine. Yes. fine. I, got it. I mean, what are you? No, no. Say it again. <laughs> Did you? What'd you think we? How'd you think we'd respond? <laughs> Cartwheels and. Balloons, Grace, carry you out how about, how about shoulders, Confetti? Grace, fifty-seven varieties. <laughs> how about no how about, how about like Grace? Sibyl? Have it your way. Uh, <laughs> no, Grace, got, but you can't eat just one. The one I got growing up most, and Christy will understand this. It's a Catholic reference. There's a hymn that's "Taste and See the Grace Eternal." And it's yes. Just, ugh. Come so on, they, guys. They, Grace Eternal. Grace Eternal. Space. Okay. All right. Good this, talk. I All think right. the slogan thing was a total failure. <laughs> Good idea. No, no. It was it was hot for a while. Yeah, I picked but, up but on it that. cooled real quick. 
Real I don't know what yeah. happened. Let's try Ace. He said knowing exactly Type in what Ace happened. while I remind <laughs> you. Didn't we just talk about how this lost team? <sighs> okay. Grace on your face. How about that? Did you ever get that before? Did you ever get that before? Anybody ever come up to you and say, Grace on your face? Grace in your face. Like, scream it right at you? (laughs) Grace in your face. He's like inches from my face. (laughs) You know, I know these. uh, I think the foreign flights, you have to check in two days in advance. Don't you? Three days in advance. (laughs) This is the Bob and Tom Show. (laughs) It's the Black Moods. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. This guy's going to be our house band coming up. Tomorrow, the house band will be Duke Tomato. And the Power Trio, and then a Wednesday, the house band will be Donnie Baker and the Pork Pistols. Oh, right. God. Right here in oh, the God. Napa Auto Parts studios. It's a heck of a week. Let's get some Boston baked beans. In reverse order, she's Christy Lee. Hi, everybody. That's her slogan. He's Josh Arnold. A thorough and generous lover. A thorough and generous lover. We, we don't have a slogan for Grace yet, do yeah, we? Yeah, I haven't picked one. Okay, we'll get one. Oh, great. She's sexy. She's hot. She's young. <laughs> that That's a little long. Uh, yeah, I should put that on my dating profile instead. Okay, okay good. Yeah. Uh, Chick McGee. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. And Ace Cosby. Time to rock. Time to Twice rock. today. Whoa. Well, it's a special Encore. slogan. Uh, Thank God I was here to hear that. Uh, we've moved our interview. John Feinstein's going to call us on Wednesday talking about his new book. If we let him. That's about, what happens, Johnny. About NFL. <laughs> you ditch us. We decide if you can call back in. Right. About NFL you bump us, we bump you. It's a really good <laughs> Feinstein. Book. Really good book. Let's move on. It's going to make a great gift. Uh, stop with the hostilities. Uh, Chick's a little upset because Alex Smith, the quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Not, I'm surprisingly not as upset as you think I am. No, I mean, you're, you're I, mad, call, you're I mad. like Colt McCoy. Look at how mad you are. But uh, Alex, by all accounts, is a great guy. So yeah, he's a good guy. Well, by the yeah. way, Bad see? things happen to great guys all no, the time. Yeah, does. Did you see 60 break. Minutes last night? No, I, I didn't because I'm not 120. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. Uh, it was a... Really, really sad, but uh, a thing about uh, a famous NFL player. No need to go into it here. How well, then long why'd ago? you bring it up? How long I... ago? <laughs> man, man, oh man! God. If I would have help that, me, you would have yelled at me. No, the, no, it's a bug who guy. says something and goes no, somebody, no need to go into that. Here. He has he has brain damage probably from CET or something, That's or he can't walk because of arthritis. No, it's just or... his life's ALS and his. Oh. Uh, but you would have loved, you know something? There was one line you would have loved because it redeemed me. I felt so great. So you you he watch said, this sad story about a man, and you come back with, oh, there was a great line in this bit. No, no, oh, he's, but he's a wonderful human being and a really good guy. And he's, uh, I'm not going to. What was the line? He said uh, something to the effect of, um, if you ever saw the movie North Dallas 40, which is one of my favorite movies that I've yeah. watched. He, he oh, goes, okay. He goes, I see why you remember goes, it's, it. it's not It's not a movie. It's a documentary. Oh. Now, did he say it or did his voice machine? <laughs> now, see, that's just mean. <laughs> well, I don't know the story. I don't know he's, who you're talking about. He's having about. some problems. It's a signal. Why, why, why bother? I'm talking to Philistines that would rather watch uh, what moronic show you watch, some cartoon, hey, Japanese anime. There are crap. some cartoons that are very Shark smart. Tank? Don't you dare say anything about uh, Shark Tank. Maybe Keep some dreaming. Of us were out. You talking smack on the tank? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I be talking smack. On Wait a minute, tank, hold it, my man. Christy, did you have some sort of uh, event you uh, attended Went last to a night? A live music show last uh, of night. Of course you Ooh. did. Yes. How was it? Very good. 
Thank did you, you French anyone? No, I did not. Come on, girl. No. Well, with a group of people. I was the odd girl out, as always. So why don't okay. you steal? Why don't you steal one of these men? Yes. <laughs> I think I think Josh's new slogan should be "Come on, girl." <laughs> Come on! I'll try it on for size. Try it, try it on. Try it on. See what you like. See how it goes. Okay, it's time now to uh, get a couple requests in. This is an obscure one I'd totally forgotten about. Um, So let's give it a shot. It's once again a request because Thanksgiving is just around the corner. I'm very excited Mm -hmm. about Thanksgiving. Going to buy my bird today. Mm. Already got some of the sides (laughs) in the works. Thought you were going to go buy a parrot or something. <laughs> no, I'm not going to buy. Hello, a there, Brack. <laughs> Parrots require a lot of uh, love. And Hello, there. <laughs> we know you're not buying a parrot. I do not want a parrot. <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to uh, upset anyone who's oh, pro parrots. No, <laughs> no I, uh, parrots are great, but you got to be a very good. So I don't parrot. need any pirates coming to my door. <laughs> Did you see? The- there's a great. Did you see? You just the, can't win. We all know that. Did you see the parrot story today? No. Uh, did you see the parrot story, Chris? Of course, there's a parrot. Let's talk story. about it after the request. <laughs> no, no, it's a great story. Let's talk about it during the request, so people can't hear us. I do not have a parrot story. Well, I, I, we're to do. We're, we're actually going to do a parrot medley right uh, now. Great. We'll start with this one. This old boy had him a parrot, and this parrot was something else. He was on me and all the time cursing and whatnot uh-huh. in front of kids, and uh-huh. his owner decided that wasn't right at all. He said, "I'm fixing to teach you a lesson." Uh-huh. Well, that parrot kept a cursing and cursing in front of them kids. He said, I'm fixing to teach you a lesson, you dirty bird. So about that time, that the parrot kept a cursing and cussing, this old boy put that parrot in the freezer. Uh-huh. And he heard him a cursing and cussing in there, and about five minutes passed, he got real quiet. He decided to have mercy on that bird, and he opened it up. He said, have you learned your lesson? That parrot said, well, I sure did. He said, I ain't going to talk another bit, but I do have one question for you. He said, what's that? He said, what that turkey in there do? <laughs> <laughs> you get it, Ted? You get it? Yeah, thank you very much, Floyd. That's a timely uh, joke. Yeah. yeah uh, we do have parrots in the news. Uh, here, here it is. Uh, sorry. Uh, a parrot's ability to mimic the sound of a smoke alarm prompted the emergency crews to arrive. <laughs> Fire crews responding to the home in Daventry in the UK. Yeah. Uh, checked out the uh, checked out birds. the uh, smoke detectors. They still heard the alarm going off and discovered it was coming from the pet gray parrot whose name is Jazz. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Jazz's owner Steve Dockard he said Jazz uh, bird. Jazz just sitting there laughing his ass off. Loved it, the bird. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> so uh yeah. I mean that's the kind of thing parrot. I I have a buddy whose wife has a parrot or maybe it's <laughs> Yes. Hear me out on this. Oh, sure, sure. I'm already enjoying it. This bird, I I don't know if it's a parrot or a cock, whatever it is, cockatoo, whatever. Whatever. Called. I bet his wife's a cockatoo. Uh, that's mean, and now I can't tell. <laughs> no, their 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 bird can do can do perfect imitations of their two dogs. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. So the dog, like, well, the dog will leave the room, and the parrot will go, and the dog comes running. <laughs> That's a funny parrot. So anyway, this this parrot was imitating the smoke alarm. Isn't that sweet? It's pretty impressive. Polly want a fire truck, apparently. <laughs> Let's continue our parrot hunt. Please. With we this class. Oh, this classic. All right, this uh, magician. He's on, he gets his job on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. So he's working his cruise ship, and he, he does his act every night in the front row. 
is is the uh, captain of the ship with a parrot on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. So every night he does his act. Well, by the third night, the parrot starts figuring out his magician's act. Mm-hmm. So he starts heckling the magician, and you know, it's it's in his sleeve. <laughs> It's <laughs> under his hat. His assistant has it. <laughs> so that night, they hit an iceberg, and the ship goes down. The magician wakes up floating on a piece of driftwood, and, and the parrot is sitting on the end of the driftwood, and they stare at each other for two days and don't say a word. Mm-hmm. They just look at each other all mad. Finally, the bird goes, I give. Where's the boat? <laughs> <laughs> John Fox, the legend. <laughs> oh. Well, how about uh, a little bit of uh, how about a little bit of uh, Mister Obvious? What'd you say? This will think this will be very helpful. Magician. Hi, hello. This is Mister Obvious, and welcome to the Mister Obvious Show. Let's take a call. Mister Obvious Show. Um. Hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. Hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thanks very much, caller. How can I help? Uh, well, Mr. Obvious, I, I need some advice on cooking a turkey. I tried cooking one the last five years, and uh, I, I just haven't had any success. Well, now, let's start at the beginning. Do you have a big roasting pan? Well, I sure do, Mr. Obvious. Good. Now, do you have an oven? Well, of course I do, Mr. Obvious. I'm no idiot, Mr. Obvious. I'm not like a lot of those people that call your show. Well, now, please don't take offense at this question. Do you actually have a turkey? Sure, Mr. Obvious. I got a nice big uh, 25-pound turkey. Great. Have you stuffed your turkey collar? Oh, yeah. That's all done. Preheated the oven? Yep. Well, caller, I, I don't mind telling you, Mr. Obvious is a little bit puzzled at this point as to why you haven't been able to successfully cook your turkey in the past. Well, I, I am too, Mr. Obvious. All right. Well, the, the problem is the turkey's just, just too tough. Hmm, too tough, you say? Oh, yeah, real, real tough. Now, do you baste the turkey? <laughs> uh, yep, I, I tried that, and uh, uh, it, it didn't seem to help. Have you thought about putting the turkey in a bag? In, in a bag, Mr. Obvious? Yes, sir, recaller. Many people swear by this method of cooking a turkey. That, that sounds kind of hard, Mr. Obvious. Hard? Why? Why no, caller? It's not hard at all. Well, if you say so. Uh, can you hang on a second? I, I can give it a try while I got you on the phone here. Well, uh, normally Mr. Obvious is pressed for time, but for a caller like you, I'll spare a few seconds. Go ahead, put your turkey in the bag. I'll hold on. Great, thanks, Mr. Obvious. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, come here, boy. Get in this bag. What? What's going, now. what's going on there? What the heck? Come on, get in the bag, little feller. What, what's going on there? Oh, call don't call her. Call her. Hello? Oh, dang, oh, oh, Why do I even try? Mr. Obvious? Yes, call her. Yeah. It's not going to work. I'm telling you, he's just too tough. I, I can't get him in there. I figure even if I did get him in there, if he can get out of a roasting pan like he has in the last five years, I don't see how paper bag is going to hold him very long. Your turkey's alive, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's alive. There's no doubt about that. He's, he's a tough old bird. Uh, you've been trying to cook the same live turkey for five years, Carl? Uh, sure have, and uh, haven't had a bit of success, Mr. Obvious. 
Well, I can't help but saying Mr. Obvious is saddened by this turn of events. <laughs> I know what you mean, Mr. Obvious. Uh, my little girl, she gets sad every year. Try to pop this dog on turkey in the oven. Hey, hey, here's an idea. Have you ever thought about killing the turkey? <laughs> Tell you what, Mr. Obvious, I've sure thought about it a couple times. Man, when that sucker bites me, I just want to wring his neck. I've never been so mad that I actually seriously thought about killing him. Uh-huh. Caller, you you can't cook the turkey until he's dead. R- really? Yes, really. You cook dead turkeys, not live ones. Hmm. Uh, I never made the connection. Yeah. Hey, that's all the time we have for today. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yes, Colin. Thanks, Mr. Obvious. You're a lifesaver. I appreciate it. Join us next week for another. Hey, Mr. Obvious? Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Uh, uh-huh. How long do turkeys typically live? Join us next week for Mr. Obvious show. Thank you, Mr. Obvious. Uh, a little bit of a turkey and parrot. I have a turkey tributes. story. Uh, you have a turkey story? I okay, do. Go ahead. Some people are willing to pay upwards of $200 for a designer turkey this Thanksgiving. I believe that. Prospective buyers put a $55 down payment months in advance. You got a turkey on layaway? Organic heritage breed birds from Feisty Acres. A farm in North Fork, Long Island. What? Yeah, North, North Fork. Uh, I, oh, North Fork. That's what I said, Long Island. We don't smoke, nor drink, nor... Okay. <laughs> Heritage turkey farmer Amanda Andrews said the birds resemble, quote, what like the Roosevelts would have had on their table. Don't they actually have... Aren't they kind of part of the same bloodline, I these think, turkeys? Yeah. Maddie Boudreau, executive chef of Preston House and Hotel in Riverhead, Long Island, Don't care. explained that heritage turkeys live longer and therefore develop more flavor. He added, you can taste that the bird lived a good life. Man, I want to eat one of these. One it? of the customers over the past two years said that she goes to Feisty Acres no fewer than five times to bond with the bird that she's buying. Oh, no. Okay. So you can get to know the bird before you kill it. Turkeys are about $10 a pound, almost 10 times the price of a turkey from your supermarket. Okay, I just Googled oh, this. Oh, look how cute they are. This is, um, this is a couple at Feisty Acres. This is the same story. This is Vicky Constantinople or something. Yeah. And her husband are... Yeah, they list, they list, this is beautiful. No, They're, you don't make friends with your food. They're running around with the turkeys. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. No. But I would like to taste one of these birds. Me too. But you get to know your bird before you eat it, isn't that? I don't like that. Yeah, that's no, the old uh, farm thing. You don't you never name the right. animals, right? So you wouldn't oh. want to play with them either, unless you name it dinner. Oh, I named mine Butterball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, it's Louis Vuitton. Two hundred bucks for a turkey. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Pounder. Now, have you seen some of the stunts you can do with turkeys? What do you mean? Um, there's a thing you can do in which you take a couple of lemons and you take, I'm sorry, you take one lemon. Let me get this right. You slice it in half. Ever seen this? And you slip it underneath the, uh, skin. Oh, to make it look like it has boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought you were going to talk about like the millennial thing that's going around where my daughter did this to me last week. Mom, how do you cook a 25 pound turkey in the microwave? Oh, yeah. That's a big thing. And it was like, you can't. What are you thinking? 
And then, of course, the millennials are sending these to their parents. Just kidding. Blah. Yeah, it's become a big That's story. That's the joke. Yeah, it's called the turkey challenge. God, it was the hashtag. Was that combination of being not interesting or funny. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry I brought it up. Never mind. It's all over the world. He's, all shooting, the he's not shooting the messenger there. He's, um, yeah, it's not your fault that that's not interesting or funny. <laughs> ABC News. Uh, ABC News must have been bored that day. Uh, <laughs> wow. So anyway, you can get a... It broke uh, the internet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chick. I, I, I don't know. I you don't cook your pets. Yeah. This woman went out to the farm five times to see the turkey she's going to eat for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, do they put like a Gucci uh, tattoo on the side of the thing or burn it in? God. A tattoo. I don't know. Yeah, that's great. Okay, we have another turkey tribute of sorts. It's about. Uh, well, this is about what goes on at Thanksgiving from the people who brought you the sounds of Halloween. <laughs> And the sounds of Christmas. Bob and Tom Show proudly presents the audio collection, The Sounds of Thanksgiving. Marvin, who changed the temperature on the oven? My yams are burning. My f***ing yams are burning. <laughs> yes, if you can't make it home this Thanksgiving, we'll bring the holiday home to you with The Sounds of Thanksgiving. You're overcooking the turkey, Roger. The turkey's fine, Alice. It's not fine, Roger. It's going to be all dry and crusty. Alice, the only thing dry and crusty around here is in your pants. Oh, my. The sounds of Thanksgiving. And we didn't forget your stoner brother at the dinner table either. Yo, dude, could you pass me more of the gravy? You guys ever try mayonnaise on Jello? No, Gamma. Those brownies ain't for you. The sounds of Thanksgiving will keep you stress-free by reminding you that you're not actually dealing with the shit show that is Thanksgiving with your family. Kimberly, your cat just peed on me. That's a pillow you're petting, Uncle Clarence. You just pissed your pants again. Oh, okay. <laughs> And we didn't forget your drunk, socially awkward teenage nephew, Clayton. If I get the biggest part of the wishbone, I'm going to wish that the girl next door keeps shaving with her curtains open. My mom says it's okay for me to drink bourbon. You ever look at the website Beaver Hunt? I'm thinking about becoming an astronaut. I'm not hungry. I just snorted the last of my Adderall. Hey, who's that hot MILF? Quit staring, Clayton. She's your aunt. Feeling empty and all alone? Get Bob and Tom's The Sounds of Thanksgiving and rest easy knowing that it could be worse. You could actually be home. Get off my back, Larry. It's not stripping. It's burlesque. You and the horse you rode in on, Mother. <laughs> and if you order right now, we'll Man. throw in for free the sounds of Black Friday. Stand back, please. <laughs> <laughs> From Bob and Tom Audio Productions. Uh, a little, uh, little Thanksgiving treat. Is that a pterodactyl in the Black Friday sound? <laughs> I'm not sure. It was something very ugly. <laughs> we are coming right back. We ha- Give us the teaser, Christy. Oh, we have a lot going on. We have Jimmy Dean sausage scented wrapping paper. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and don't fight a boar with an axe. <laughs> what are you supposed to fight it with? <laughs> Shotgun. No, well, I don't think you're actually supposed to be hunting with an axe. We'll find out. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts Studios. There's Ace. I can see him. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for the... 
That was great, Ace. <laughs> I was waving at the camera. So what I was going to say is you can see him, too, because we're s- streaming the show this week, at least Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> at bobandtom.com slash VIP. See what it's like to have the VIP feed. Where Ace will lie to you to your face? Um, you can see Ace, and uh, you might be surprised. Ace is a lot taller than you thought. <laughs> what are you, Ace? 6'3"? 6'2". 6'2". He pointed at the camera and said, Raiders are number one. See, In his Raiders, mind, they are. Well, the Raiders have won two games now. Yeah. Super Bowl bound, baby. <laughs> I think that's actually a statistical impossibility. Um, Things would have to line up, you know. Well, like, <laughs> except for several nuclear strikes. Uh, I'm sorry, we have a Chick McGee across the way. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> this new slogan. Uh, there's uh, Grace. Her new Hi. slogan, say Grace. And no. then there's uh, Josh, whose slogan is, I'm a thorough and indecent lover. No, no it's... Uh, you know what? Uh, no, no. Why don't you let us say our no, own no, no. slogan? I'm trying on a new slogan, so will you please slogan. reintroduce so it's me not, it's, it's not, I'm a thorough and generous no, lover? No, I mean, that's a, that's a uh, code that I live by. Okay, yeah. let's uh, get the music out there. Oh, I didn't mean for this uh, beat uh, going. As we get ready from the Napa Auto Parts studios to introduce Josh Arnold, getting ready to go back to St. Louis to see his folks for the holiday. All right, Josh, what's your new slogan? Come on, girl. Right? Isn't that what we said it was? Come on, girl. That's what I just did. No, you went, come on, girl. Oh, like I was sleepy? (laughs) Yeah. Try it again. You need sexy. Come on, girl. There it is. There, that's it. I'm just glad you took the word guzzler out of the slogan. I heard you rehearsing earlier. (laughs) (laughs) That's more of a description. Uh, And then there's Christy Lee. Hi, everybody. See how simple and nice her slogan is. That's why everybody loves Christy. This is Tom, and I refuse to reduce my life to the bizarre slogan. Yeah, no joke. Uh, Okay, now let's uh, move on here. We have um, Christy Lee. Jimmy Dean is giving out free sausage-scented wrapping paper this holiday season. Jimmy Dean makes good lover. What? No, that's Billie Jean. Oh, Oh, sorry, sorry. The wrapping paper is one of several gifts the company gives away as part of its recipe gift exchange. It runs from November 12th to December 20th and allows you to sign up through the website by submitting a picture of a dish that you've cooked with oh, Jimmy Dean's seasoned sausage. They can then choose, you can then choose to receive one of the following gifts, sausage-scented wrapping paper, yes. a Jimmy Dean holiday apron, oh. a glass sausage ornament, Dildo. or a Jimmy Dean holiday <laughs> vinyl record. Now, hang on a second. A Jimmy Dean apron. Well, first of all, the apron might be nice, but a, a sausage-shaped glass ornament, it looks going to look like a, a brown turd hanging next to the crush. Or a... <laughs> Marital aid. Oh, now wait a minute. <laughs> but also, I mean, if you have a dog, if you have sausage scented. <laughs> Man, that's a really good point. Yeah. If you want your presence destroyed by your dog, <laughs> guess who's going to go for the sausage scented wrapping paper? Wow. Um, you put uh, sausage in your. You like sausage in your stuffing, chick? Yeah, I love sausage in my stuff. Yes, yes. absolutely. It's a must. Sage yeah. sausage. I'm not sure what that means. Yes, absolutely. Sage the house, don't sage the food. <sighs> sausage in the stuffing, absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Christy, you into that? Yes. I put actually put sausage in my chili this time. Oh, that's good. Different. That's I'd right. never done it before, and my daughter goes, this chili tastes Wait great. A minute. What'd you do, Mom? Wait a minute. Hold it. What happened? <laughs> sausage in her chili. What? Yes. Boy, he's an ass, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I thought he was being serious. I did not have ground beef, but I had a pound Once of again, sausage, uh, so Christy I went, is, why Christy not? is not cooking uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday. And Josh, what do they say at the emergency room? When Christy cooks? <laughs> All right, people. This is what we train for. I need you over there. Hey, Johnson, look alive. 
What, 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 what's going on? Why should I look alive, man? Christy cooked Thanksgiving. Oh, my uh, God! Uh, <laughs> By the way, the Jimmy Dean ornament is the actual gold sausage. It sounded wrapped. like you said hor- oh. ornament. Ornament. You Orn- know the ornament? ornament. That it's not just a piece of sausage hanging on your tree. Oh. You know, Jimmy Dean sausage comes in a gold wrapper yeah. in the right. store. That's what it looks like. It looks see? like the wrapped I mean, Jimmy Dean. That? I mean, who see? wants that on their... Well, I don't know tree. If you're a big Jimmy Dean fan. Sure, but I mean, you know, that's very in right now. The uh, Christmas ornaments, like a burrito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the yeah, it's just huh. an actual roll yeah. of sausage. A, 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 a burrito-shaped Christmas ornament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay. can get little mini Starbucks cups to match your takeout cup. Hang them on your tree. It's a Christmas tree. What? I don't. know. Does the baby Jesus need a latte? I don't get it. <laughs> what am I? We've had no stories this year yeah, about the because... Starbucks holiday cup offending somebody. Not yet. They must be doing. Have seen they must right? have made it blank. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what they should do. They're not blank. They're like just red and white. Well, I no, think. no matter what it is, someone's going to find. Oh, that's right. of course the ancient symbol of Beelzebub. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was a story. That's in there. A six 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 or something. The uh, Starbucks logo. Oh, look it up. Every year, the the, these people wake up every day trying to, well, the Trilateral Commission, that's who owns your Starbucks. Trilateral Commission. <laughs> it's the Rockefellers and then It's the, the Pentaverit. It's Colonel whatever. Sanders, the Gettys, the Rothschilds, the Queen of England. Okay, great. Yeah, they're, I mean, I don't know how anybody could be upset by these are snowflakes and there's a plaid. Someone is upset by anything. It's red, and red uh, suggests Christmas, and uh, the word Christmas. Uh, 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 yeah, there's someone is offended by it. Well, that's obviously, you can't even say Christmas anymore. You've got to say the holiday season. Sure, and I get all inclusivity, but uh, my gosh. But what if you have a holiday that doesn't fall in the December area? Should, be, should you be allowed to mention it? <laughs> don't other religions that don't have a holiday season at that time of year make one up so they can kind of get a little bit of coverage well, that's right <laughs> there was a uh, mcdonald's french fry christmas ornament it didn't say mcdonald's on it, it was the red box and oh, uh, yeah, the gold yeah, writing yeah. seen that okay well neat no, let's move on here christy <laughs> what else is going on a spanish scientist changing the subject completely has I discovered that noses hate shrink in this room. when people lie Noses shrink when people lie. Pinocchio had it wrong. I can't get any smaller. Using thermography, Dr. Emilio Gomez Milan and his team found that the temperature of the Hi, everybody! Hi, Dr. Emilio Gonzalez Milan. Up to 1.2 degrees Celsius <laughs> when Call they me lied. Jesus. I couldn't hear what you said, Christy. Chick was rudely talking over you. <laughs> When you lie, the temperature of the tip of your nose drops 1.2 degrees oh. Celsius. What? Causing the nose to shrink. No wonder every time I lie, my glasses fall off. <laughs> he said the method achieves greater accuracy and reduces the um, occurrence of false positives. They call it the reverse Pinocchio effect. That's weird. That sounds Very like a porno weird. move. The reverse <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> lie to me. Tell me the truth. Lie to me. Tell me the truth. How did they figure this out? I don't know. I read this. This guy was... Um, uh, this was done in association with, I think I think it was like a CIA or FBI, what do you call it, polygraph expert. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Obviously for this they had to, I assume they had to put devices of the temperature, uh, some kind of gauge thermometer on the nose of the person. Why would you pick the nose though? Why wouldn't you pick the Yeah, how did they know that the nose would be effective? They, they probably picked yeah. everything. You can pick Who your nose. Who thinks of this stuff? You can you pick they tried the wiener out? 
Uh, my wiener shrinks when I lie. Sure, they did. Mine, <laughs> mine, mine shrinks when no, you they... wire it up. <laughs> usually, they because sh- yeah. who knows that thing's plugged into a wall. Anything goes wrong here, we're going to have big problems. <laughs> Plus, not to mention uh, uh, spermiciding the room. <laughs> so you're that potent. They just touch it. You go off. <laughs> wow. No, I don't want it hooked up to a car, ba- car battery. Well, no one does. Well, that's uh, not true. There not are people, sure there are people. Oh, I'm sure there's yeah. people. Wiener up to a car yeah, battery. There's, there's probably it's got a, it's probably a website. <laughs> yeah, sadly, yeah. there's people who use the tailpipes. It's yeah. just okay. Oh, good to know. Yeah, that was a. I read that. That's a pretty serious thing about the nose shrinking when you lie. So I don't know if they're serious. Well, serious yeah. in that it's true, but it's, so it doesn't matter. True. Yeah. So instead of taking a lie detector test, they can start putting things on somebody's nose to figure out. Gotcha. Yeah, I just like the name, the Reverse Pinocchio. That's not like something in that in Bob's song, Cleveland Steamer. Yes. Do the reverse Pinocchio <laughs> then the donkey punch. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. Thanks very much for joining us. We're live in the Napa Auto Parts studios. Uh, Chick McGee's new slogan is, am I here yet? Oh, there coming he in hot. Uh, coming in late. Uh, I just gave the video people a little uh, treat. I walked in, I ran in. I, ha, ha, ha. Nothing? Oh, you're just a jerk, aren't okay, you? thank you very much. There's Ace, there's Chick, that's Josh. Hey. The blondes in the room would include Grace and Christy. Coming from this ex-blonde, ex-man of hair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's nice. I'd like to request something of Josh, if I could. Sure. I mean, he's a Anything kind, for you. What is it again? You're a generous and potent lover? What is the phrase? A thorough and generous lover. A thorough and generous lover. Come on, girl. No orifice. <laughs> See, now there's the come on, girl. No orifice goes like unturned. Let's let's meet in the middle. So I'm a kind and generous lover and then add, come on, girl. I think that goes first. Come on, girl. So it's a thorough. I'm a thorough and generous lover. thorough and generous lover. All right. Come on, girl. Like you're what, trying to persuade You ain't got nothing to lose. Do the uh, do the mad Diggity. scientist do the mad scientist up all night in his basement if you would for the the, the free oh sure VIP yeah that's free for everybody yeah yeah that's so all you gotta you do got the, I gotta comb get, get the finger beard. comb the hair kind of out get, and get up the, get the hair all crazy look insane just crazy up, no. <laughs> I've been up all night in my basement working on my time machine <laughs> <laughs> run out of coffee did you. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Do you have any Thanksgiving news for us? Taco Bell and the clothing company Tipsy Elves have teamed up on a line of ugly Thanksgiving sweaters and leggings. And that Tipsy Elves is huge now. I want to be a Tipsy Elf. It's a Shark Tank product. That's right. No kidding. Collaboration. The collaboration includes two sweaters, one that says thankful for Taco Bell with a picture of a taco. Yes. Another says happy Friendsgiving with a taco that also features drumstick legs. These are hilarious. A taco with drumstick legs? Yes. I like it. The leggings, which feature tacos, drumsticks, and the Taco Bell logo come in blue and neon green. Come here, Josh. Look at this. These are really, really Sweaters are $59. Leggings are $28. Some of the limited edition items are already sold out on Tipsy Elves' website. To give you a description, it's a it's a uh, very colorful uh, sweater with a giant taco with turkey legs coming off of it. And in a, with a red background, it says Happy and then Thanksgiving. These are very fun. Where can you get those? TipsyElves.com. Oh, okay, cool. And is Tipsy Elves, you say that's a Shark Tank thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, Robert yeah. Robert Herjavec invested. And is making bank. They're doing very yes. well. This says this. The list says they're nearly sold out. I guess you just said, yes. said that. So thankful for Taco Bell is sold out. Blue leggings are nearly sold out. This is pretty funny. They got a. a it's a Santa Claus suit, but it's a business 
It's a three. It's a, <laughs> oh yeah. It's a suit. I mean, it's a dude. Sport, that is sport good. coat and slacks, and like it looks like Santa Claus at work. They have Hanukkah apparel. Oh, the the collar is the white fur, but it's cut like a traditional men's business suit. Okay. That's hilarious. That's great. Wow. Yeah. What is the name of the website? Tipsy Elves. Mm-hmm. They really. Uh, Oh, implying that the elves were drunk when they made this stuff. Yeah, and they're at the they're at the forefront of the ugly sweater craze. Right. There's one sweater that says uh, Santa's coming, and Santa, the cartoon of Santa said that's what she said. <laughs> I mean, they have all kinds of really? crazy apparel. Some, somewhat mm-hmm. appropriate. Uh, okay. Well, that's great. Thank you very much, Christy. I'd like to. I love that suit thing. That's super fun. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. Oh, you should get one. Of no, those. I, I already. Oh, I already yeah, have come it. on. And you, when you say I have a Santa suit, it would be a Santa suit, unlike your bear suit. Oh, dude, have you seen the sexy Mrs. Claus cozy dress? Oh yeah, Christy, look at you that. Get that. Sixty-four ninety-five. Oh, pick it's that hot. Up. They have more than one Christmas suit. Now, as you know, I do have my for my friends at Pajamagram. I I got the entire. Griswold family decked out in Santa pajamas a couple of years ago. The, those pajama grams are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're that, that's a great out. That's a good idea for Christmas okay. too. I got for one for me, my dog, and my cat. We all matched. Uh, the pajama suits. We did. The that might be the Santa most tragic suits. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> okay, well, um. they have a they have an ugly sweater for Christmas. Right. It's it's Jesus, and he's got birthday boy on his shirt, and he's holding the balloon. Oh. And he's wearing a pointed he's birthday. Got a pointed birthday hat. Oh, so yeah, you can stay warm and go to, I, go to hell at the same time. I must have that shirt. Oh my God. Remember I in must. Full Metal Jacket when uh, he made them sing "Happy Birthday to Jesus"? Happy birthday, dear Jesus! Yeah. Happy birthday to you! Oh my God, that's f- I'm sorry. I know I'm going to go to hell for that, but that was a funny. That's funny. All no, right. it's funny. Yeah, this is my rifle. This is my gun. We we know. This is for a court in the EU has ruled that food taste is not protected by copyright rules. A company that produces a spreadable cream cheese and herb dip called Hexenkas claimed that another cheese called Witvivenkas was infringing on its right (laughs) and its copyright. The Court of Justice of the European Union ruled that, quote, the taste of a food product cannot be identified with precision and objectivity since tastes are subjective. That's right. We will invade. I mean, we will object. (laughs) It concluded the taste of a product cannot be classified as a work and consequently is not eligible for copyright protection under this directive. I would think think not. Taste is, yeah, Yeah. very difficult. I would think that would be very difficult because then chicken places would be suing each other all the time. Yeah, your chicken tastes just like my chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. I. Uh, I don't know. That seems crazy. Are Pringles and uh, with all those chips would be buried in lawsuits? You would think so. The Pringle tastes too much like some other companies' chips or crisps. Um, oh, that's yeah. Right. They can't say chips. You oh, just, sorry. You just think it says chips. It chips or French crisps. fries. No, it's that in the United States. I remember this one. This did go to court. Yeah, yeah, it did. They can't call the Pringles like things. They have to be called because they're made from like ground up potato product. It's mm. an extru- pressed potato shit. It's an extruder, and a <laughs> potato chip must be made of a whole potato sliced, just like a baseball bat. It has to be made from one piece of wood. Does it? <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I know well, everything unless, about bats. Unless you're. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Unless you want to add a little cork to it. Well, that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be cheating. Yeah, remember the, the, the one that rather graphically opened a Wrigley Field. Sammy Sosa <laughs> yeah. hit the ball; it shattered and <laughs> stuff went everywhere. 
Don't we have the meme technology and video technology now to make like what crazy stuff pop out of that bat? Oh, oh like snakes? Snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or confetti. That'd be great. That would absolutely work. That would work, that would work too. Um, uh, we were supposed to talk to John Feinstein, the great writer, today. We're talking to him on Wednesday. If now. we decide to, if he's out of the uh, doghouse. Dog yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Okay. He simply forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll forget on Wednesday. No, his alarm didn't go off. I'm not going to forget his new book, though. It's good. Nice to know that he's... Uh, I haven't read it. I haven't looked. I wonder if it's dedicated to me in here anywhere. I know how he likes me. You look that up. All right. Oh, you Good scan point. every book yep, I'm for looking. your name? Uh, Still looking. We have an interesting <laughs> quarterback news today. Sadly, Alex Smith, a uh, really great guy. Uh, I very bad. Tragic. Bad, Tragic would badly be the... hurt. Well, there's a chapter on Alex uh, in the book. You know what would be funny? If his family on Thanksgiving, if like one of his brothers or something, snapped a drumstick in half and handed it to him and said, oh. this, this one's yours. Yeah, that'll oh. not happen. You don't think that would no, be? No, no. Wouldn't oh. go over? I imagine he may still be in the hospital by yeah. Thanksgiving. A little too soon. Nah. Yeah, um, they have to screw him back together. Yeah. Both bones broke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was Lower nice. leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's rough. This ah. is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Coming to you from the beautiful Napa Auto Parts Studios. Tomorrow in the studio, right through the glass there, it'll be Duke Tomato and the Power Trio, our house band. And then Wednesday, the house band will be Donnie Baker and the Pork Pistols. Wow, it's going to be very exciting live in the studio. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong now. No. That's the Donnie Baker slogan. And Better it's stock whiskey. Up. Well, never mind. Oh. <laughs> special whiskey day. Okay, good. Uh, we have uh, uh, Ace Cosby running the controls over there. Thank you, Ace. Hello. Chick McGee across the way. Coming Hi. in hot. Coming in hot. Uh, there's, uh, there's Grace. There's Josh. I'm Tom. That would be Christy Lee hey, right girl. there. Um, I have a story about a camel you might be interested in. Uh, okay. The surprisingly powerful storm that struck Philadelphia last week produced a lot of snow. It also produced a peculiar sight, a camel stranded along a snow-coated road. Travelers along the stretch of highway about 40 miles from Philly slowed down or stopped to take pictures of the camel. Many of those images, you can imagine, ended up on social media. Here's where this takes a little bit of a twist. A group called Jewish Philly says the camel named Einstein belongs to them. Have you ever had a Jewish Philly? Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> no. It's like a Philly cheesesteak, but it's on a bagel. Uh-huh. Is, what, I'm sorry, is it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it Philly like like horse, like F-I-L-L-Y? No, P-H-I-L-L-Y, Jewish Philly. Like so it's, oh, it's, it's a Jewish organization in from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right. Have, what do they have a camel for? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. It's, do they, never mind. That's odd. It was being taken south toward the city for an event, but the vehicle carrying the camel became stuck. And rather than press on, the camel's handler decided it was best for the animal to head back to its home, a petting zoo. On foot? Apparently. I don't know. Maybe the Jewish Philly group has a camel for like a nativity scene they're going to do at Christmas. Yeah, that's... That'd be unlikely. That would be un... Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I mean, for them, it's just like a baby. It's just a baby. Really? You got that going. I guess that was the the high point of... Of Christmas for those of the Jewish faith. Right. Hey, look, there's a baby. Hey, look, we got a king right there. So one of our guys. <laughs> yeah. He's on our team. Who would have thought? Uh, so I don't understand. But the camel him. was stranded, but they did get him back, and he ended up back in the petting zoo where he belonged. Apparently. Okay. okay. And are they, is there like a cheesecake or a, I mean, a, a cheese, cheese, cheese steak or something for this camel? Oh, Philly cheesesteak? Oh, I don't know. Wow. Huh. Okay. Um, well, very exciting. Uh, we have, um, do you have the horse story? 
I do not. A horse is a horse. I have a dog story. Go do me the dog. A dog in Mexico City (laughs) was so good at begging for pizza outside a Little Caesars that it is. Thank you. That it is now has a do not feed me tag. The dog went viral earlier this month when a patron checked to see if the forlorn looking dog sitting outside was lost. Mm. Found it had an owner as well as a tag that read do not give me pizza. Thank you. The dog named El Jeffy, which stands for oh, no, it's, it's El Jefe. El Jefe means the boss. Means the chief. Yeah. Okay, yeah, same thing. Jefe. Belongs to the owners of a sex shop next door. <laughs> oh, classy. Who said he begs for pe- he begs people for pizza so much so that they sought to control his diet by placing the tag on his collar. Wow, a sex store next to a Little Caesars. Yeah, so you can get pizza, pizza, <laughs> then go get a dildo, dildo. <laughs> You'd be in heaven, Josh. Oh. <laughs> it's like two of your favorite things next to each other. <laughs> Well, <laughs> a Lazy Boy recliner store right there. It'd be oh man, it'd be the trifecta, the, the hat trick of. I'm sorry, <laughs> the Josh Arnold hat trick. Yeah, the uh, it's amazing. So the dog, the dog has a sign saying "Don't give me pizza." Yes, mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to get the taste out of his mouth of chewing on oh. those sex toys. Oh, oh, what a dog go nuts in a in a sex yeah, toy shop. You know, what's a dog gonna think when he sure. sees sex toys? He's gonna think he, they're. Well, there are dog certain toys. dog toys that look like. Sure. We've had that one in here, if you'll recall. Christy, have you ever been in a tight spot? No. Grabbed one of. Uh, no. Bugs. <laughs> My tight spot. Do you know which one <laughs> every, I'm talking every, about? Every... The Kong stick, if yeah. you will. Oh, yeah. Uh, it did look like the Kong chew toy. It looked like a Kong double. Yeah. Dong? <laughs> the double Konger? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, but on the, on the lighter side of this, so this dog just eats pizza constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like the. Um, the Mexican Garfield. So kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of lasagna, instead of being a cat, it's a dog that eats pizza. That's pretty cute. It's kind of sweet. I bet I'll have some crazy bread if he wants. Yeah. If he could talk, he'd go, Richa, Richa. <laughs> it's little that, Caesars. And Christy's friend, Risa? Risa, Risa, yeah. <laughs> Christy does have a friend named Risa. It's always very <laughs> awkward introducing her to your Asian friends. <laughs> they think you're putting them on. Uh, <laughs> we have another tribute. This is one of the oddest tributes ever to Thanksgiving. Okay. It's uh, from the famous Benner Brothers. And I, I, I'm laughing already. Oh, hi folks. I'm David Benner. And I'm Bill Benner here. Together, we own Benner's Giblet Barn out oh. on the bypass. And uh, we're the one-stop shop for all your giblet needs. Uh, That's right, David. It's finally that time of year again. It's the real deal where people aren't so repulsed by disgusting giblets. uh. (sighs) Cut it out, Bill. (laughs) Folks, whether you call them giblets or giblets, it all means the same thing. The edible innards of a fowl, uh, such as the heart, liver, gizzard, and uh, other visceral organs. Uh, That's right, David. Uh, When you buy a turkey at the store, the giblets, as well as the neck, are sealed in a bag inside the body cavity. Uh, Why, you ask here? Well, because nobody wants to eat that crap. Oh, come on, Bill. Let's uh, stick to the script. Let's keep this all on the record, okay? On the record here, okay. Uh, Giblets are called for in lots of recipes here. They can be chopped up for stuffing or made into gravy. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want some extra stuffing or some extra gravy, okay. Uh, Boy, howdy, we got you covered there. Uh, Here at uh, Benner's Giblet Barn, we carry nothing but giblets. Full and complete line of giblets. That's right, folks. Uh, Not a single freaking thing except giblets here. Uh, off the record. I suggested also selling turkeys or cooking uh, utensils or snow tires or dildos. Anything beside the nasty, stinking giblets here. Come on. Really? Really? We're going to do this right now, Bill? 
I told you, I think it's important for a brand uh, to keep things simple, okay? People need to know when they come to Benner's Giblet Barn that they're going to find the finest in high-quality giblets. And we got livers, gizzards, and hearts, uh, but of course, no neck. That's right, David, but no necks here. Uh, sweet Jesus with a limp. Uh, how pure does this brand have to be? And why the heck did we open on January 2nd here, right after the freaking holidays uh-huh. when everybody was sick of turkey and dugum giblets? So. No, no, look, Bill, uh, I'm the first to admit uh, that might have been poor planning on my part. Oh. Certainly been some of a long, trying year here. Oh. But uh, now we're finally heading into the peak giblet season. That's right. right? So, uh, look, folks, uh, if you have any need for extra giblets whatsoever, uh, please come visit Benner's Giblet Barn. Yes, please. Uh, for the love of Moses, please come to the Giblet Barn here. <laughs> Don't go to any of the new giblet discount chain stores. Oh, no. G-Mart, uh, what else could it be? Gizzard Depot or Livers or us here? Oh, that's exactly right there, Bill. Uh-huh. Uh, we, of course, are locally owned. Yeah, matter of fact, owned by idiots here on the record. <laughs> uh, what the heck was I thinking? Uh, Bill, uh, I got it from here, thanks. Um, during this season, uh-huh. when we pause to count our blessings, uh, let's remember how wonderful it is to spend time with the family and friends and break bread together. Uh-huh. Yeah, David, and share a hefty bag full of stuffing and a waiting pool of giblet gravy here. <laughs> Red haired Jesus on a Segway, David. I can't believe I sucked my pension into this dang place. Calm down, Bill. Just help me do the outro and we can oh. talk about this later. Uh-huh. Okay, here. Uh, for all your holiday giblet needs, Benner's Giblet Barn. <laughs> oh, I think that went pretty well. Oh, that's there you go. Nothing but giblets. <laughs> wow. The Benner Brothers and their uh, fabulous, uh, their fabulous <clears throat> giblet barn store. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Christy. What else is going on over there? A man in New York City won a 343.9 million Powerball prize. The uh, moral to the story is never give up. He used the same numbers for the past. 25 years. And they finally hit? Yep. Robert Bailey used 8, 12, 13, 19, 27, and 4 every week till he finally won. Oh, my gosh. On October 27th, Mr. Bailey said his winning numbers came from a set of digits given to him by a family member about 25 years ago, but would not elaborate. This is crazy. The retired postal worker took the lump sum of $125,396,690 in a public ceremony at the Resorts World Casino in Queens last Wednesday. He'll share the prize with 51-year-old Lernie West of uh, Redfield, Iowa, who won with randomly generated numbers. Man, good for him. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? You play the same numbers every week. How and many then you, years? They finally went. Why don't you think this is? years. Chick, why I get the feeling you're trying to uh, sweet talk this guy to give me a couple million. No, I'm not. No, I just this, think this is a, this is about uh, what is it? Stick to itiveness? Is that the yes. word? Yes, <sighs> that's not really perseverance. Sure, uh, blind uh, stick to itiveness. Kind of, you know me. I'm a man of the street. <laughs> <laughs> you use your fancy word. Yes. The gated uh, community street. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, that's what, what it's hundred hundred million bucks. Uh, yeah, one hundred twenty-five million. Oh, so he can get an after he can get an apartment in Manhattan for a year. Well, there's that. Sure, hmm. short lease. Yeah. <laughs> It's enough to go to college and maybe buy a sandwich. <laughs> see, things are expensive, you see. In New York, yeah. It sounds like they're setting up a lost reboot. That was what? one of the. That was one of the great. The lotto numbers. I yeah. thought the lotto numbers. Remember the lot. Oh, the lotto numbers yeah, kept yeah. coming up and lost. That was such a great plot point. It was, it was great. And then, didn't they do away with it? Like all the good plot points. No, they, those numbers kept showing up. Yeah, they mm-hmm. kept showing up right to the end. Well, the, I the, the don't remember every terrible. episode to where I'd, I could hmm. tell you if it's... You asked me about six feet under, I've got every episode right uh, up here in my head. Okay, go so ahead. Are you saying this is persistence? <laughs> persistence pays off? 
or compulsion, one of the two. Obsessive behavior. Believing yeah, in your numbers. It's so it's great. Cool. Yeah. He believed. And we had the guy a couple weeks Never ago. Never give up. That, how about the guy that remember he played his um, – <laughs> He played the numbers of his buddies in his high school football team. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the he Jersey won. Numbers, also yeah. incredible. Yeah, that's cool. It's got a nice sweet side to it. Yeah. Now, do you, you just get, you just do the randomizers, right, John? No, I do have – I get mostly Josh. random, but one, I do have a set of numbers. Yeah, and when I, looked at, when I looked at the numbers a couple weeks ago when Powerball was gigantic, and I, I couldn't tell you what half of them mean, but they must have meant something at the time. So I will play them every time. Huh. Where'd you get them again? Just from a- I can tell that one of them is like my birth month and other, but I, otherwise I don't know what some of these numbers mean. But they must have meant something at some point. No, hmm. can it come up 69, 69, 69, 69, 69? We'll see, won't we? Powerball 69. No. <laughs> <laughs> come 69. No, do they go to 69 or to 70? I don't know. The, the, we have another Thanksgiving tribute here. Um, this is uh, from uh, the great Duke Tomato, who will be our guest tomorrow. We'll have Duke Tomato and the Power Trio as the house band, but uh, here's a little something from uh, Duke and the Boys. The bird of America has always been the bald eagle, but there's another feathered unsung hero too. Generation after generation, giving their all for the common good. Listen to the story, let the truth be understood. Eat me! (laughs) I'm a turkey! (laughs) In my heart, I'm red, white, and blue! (laughs) Oh, eat me! (laughs) I'm a turkey! A true American patriot, through and through! Birds just flip, flap, fly, and flutter. From the toucan to the tiny parakeet. Not much meat. You can't stuff them with nuts, bread, crumbs, and butter. So, chop off my head and then turn up the heat. Eat me. I'm a turkey. Stretch out on the sofa when you're through. Eat me. I'm a turkey. The next day I'll be a tasty sandwich too. Oh boy. Turkeys have their splinter factions. <laughs> Dissident birds unwilling to serve. Foul pinko sissy wimpy turkeys. But the major portion of the semi-flightless birds say, Eat me! <laughs> I'm a turkey! <laughs> Eating parrots and penguins wouldn't be the same. Whoa. Eat me. I'm a turkey. <laughs> Gobble me up before the football game. Delicious. Archie Gertz and Uncle Hank. Grab that wishbone and give it a yank. Let's take this opportunity to thank me. <laughs> I'm a turkey. Eat me like the pilgrims used to do. I'm a turkey! If I had a musket, I'd be eating you! I regret that I have but one carcass to give for my country! Today, I consider myself the luckiest bird on the face of the earth! 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a happy ending. No. It should end on a nut note. I really like that. Poor little eaten. guy. Yeah, okay. Once, yeah. once again, we had a story this morning about uh, the $200 turkey you can get at a designer turkey yeah. place. Waste of money. Get to go out and meet the turkey, see how it's raised. They're uh, free range. Yeah. Give it a name. And Where are you guys on tofu, the tofurkey? I've never had it. Never had it. I've had it. If that's your thing, it's much prefer the actual turkey turkey, mm-hmm. but it's out there. Turkey turkey. It's a weird name. Uh, by the way, uh, do you have an electric knife? I don't. I did. I got lost in the move or something. I, have I don't a knife, know what happened. I have a to knife it. sharpener. Can you sharpen a knife? Yeah. You have a whetstone. How do you like a leather strop? It's a whetstone. <laughs> it's a knife sharpening tool. Yeah. W h e t. Now, will you be carving the bird at your parents' house, huh, Josh? No, no. My dad does that. He I does a I fine can... job, and then my aunt will do it on Sunday. I bet I can go on YouTube and find a way to sharpen a knife. Well, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, but I can't. Oh, it's not that difficult. Now you're going to be in London, England for Thanksgiving. Are you going to try to find? That's a, right. Try to find a place that serves turkey and the they American. don't celebrate it there. Isn't that interesting? No. A lot of Americans. <laughs> no, <in London. laughs> no NFL football either in London. Yes, there is. Uh, of course, there is. Are, are your Redskins playing next week? Mm-hmm. They're playing Thursday. They're playing Thanksgiving Day. Oh, oh wow. Cowboys. Will you be? I, I mentioned it uh, during the sportscast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You'll so be in transit during that, right? Mm-hmm. Can you watch it? Pretty, on your, can you watch it on your phone? Pretty, pretty happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not happy about it? Okay. All right. Maybe yeah. they'll serve turkey on the plane. Maybe. Why? They would have to, right? I would hope so. Plus, on a long flight, don't they want you to sleep? They want you to sleep, right? Load you up with tryptophan, so they don't, so you don't cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be fun. I think uh, I, that would be great if they had a little turkey dinner for you. Like a little you'll game be, hen? You'll be flying. Uh, what time do you get on the plane Thanksgiving Day? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I assume I have to find out before I need to be there. But, yeah, that'd um, probably be important. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Someone else appears to be in charge. Hey, it's Monday, man. It's, a lot of ocean uh, you fly over. It's hammer time. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> you get to watch a lot of movies, though. That's a three. Flotation devices are good these That's days. That's almost a four-movie flight. Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring your headphones with the plug-in, though. Yeah. No Bluetooth. Water's cold. Yeah, but you'll Water be fine. Cold. You'll be in a raft. <laughs> if there are enough. Wait a minute. What's happening? I'm just or, saying, or if something door. were to happen. Those Titanic doors What are, are still you guys floating. doing? Um, we're, what we're doing is Aren't getting you going of... to feel? Are you going to play this back if I, uh, if I don't come back? You're coming back. It'll be a wonderful time. Well, and don't let's listen check to the odds. <laughs> My God, people. That's terrible. Uh, Can't we back. all you'll be, be nice? Fine. We have to come right back be right kind. now. Be uh, cool. I'm trying to watch how to sharpen a knife. Okay. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Uh, now, we're back and time to get back to the action. It's the Bob and Tom Show coming to you from the Napa Auto Parts studios. There's Ace Cosby. There's Chick McGee. Hello. That's Josh over there. He's a formidable and thorough lover. Thorough and generous. Uh, oh, thorough what? and generous lover. What is sorry. it? What did you say? Uh, form- formative. For- formidable. Formidable. Oh, formidable. Yes, I'm sorry. There's uh, Grace. That's, uh, that's Christy Lee. This is Tom speaking. Welcome back to the Napa Auto Parts studios. Um, we never got to our Today in History. Um, Uh-oh. What happened today in history? I give up. Well, on this date in 2006, Tom Cruise married Katie Holmes. Who could forget that? I did. In 1980. <laughs> Are they still married? I can't No. Oh, God, no. She's didn't. with Jamie Foxx. Okay. Uh, who? Okay. Jamie Foxx. With who? Katie Holmes. Huh. Now, um, oh, that's right. They've been in secret for a while, right? Yeah. 
Did you see the, the, the Tom Cruise story? I thought this was kind of mean of this guy. The Jack Reacher franchise yeah, said Tom's too is short. dumping them, and this is because Tom Cruise is too... I thought that first Jack Reacher movie was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I kind of liked it, but they he said this all along. Everybody, Fans were up in an uproar when he, Tom Cruise was cast, because I guess Jack Reacher is like 6'7", or something. Yeah. So... Uh, did you see the, the the sequel, Jack Reach Round Two? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Jack Reacher Round Two. Jack Reacher. See, round. You don't have to say. What do you mean, Jack Reacher Round? No, <laughs> Jack Reacher Round. Jack Reacher uh, Round Two. Right. Yes. Isn't that the There's... one they they redid that on Hi. Amazon with John Krasinski? No, that's uh, oh, Jack Ryan. Welcome to, Ryan. Welcome to backstage at the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> uh, what do you say now? Yeah, here's the story. Uh, Tom Cruise to be replaced for Jack Reacher TV series. Oh, I, I see. So it's. Yeah, I mean, they weren't going to get Tom Cruise anyway. He's not getting no TV. Yeah, but what is he doing nowadays? The Mission Impossible movies are very successful. Yeah, they're making yeah. a fortune. And he's in Top those. Gun too. That last. Oh, that's what he's that's doing right. now. That last Mission Impossible movie when he falls off that what is it a hot air balloon? Remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. God. And he does all he's that a stuff nut. for real. Yeah, yeah. He, he sure broke does. his ankle. So Jack Reacher is just going to be a bigger guy, like what Shaq? Mm. Shaq. I mean, apparently, Jack Reacher's very big. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get John Krasinski but... to do with that, yeah. too. Okay. He's not 6'7". Six, He's 6'5". Six, I'm sorry. Who else? What else is in history today, Christy? 1980, Heaven's Gate, starring Christopher Walken and Chris Christopherson premieres. One of the biggest now box office bombs it. of all time. It's not Walken. It's Walken. Walken. Christopher Walken. Is it there he is. <laughs> is it not Riding Walken? a ball. Mm-hmm. You know something that they never talk about the fact that not only was that movie a bomb, but so was, so was the cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heaven's Gate, the cult. Remember that? I, yes. had, those, I had those Nikes. Uh-huh. I still have them, I think. So, you know, it's interesting. Did that they, it, did they, they didn't do the Kool-Aid. That was the other guy. No, but they premiered it about the exact same time as the anniversary of, of, of that was, J- Jim they, Jones no, thing. No, 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 yes. no, 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 no. Heaven's Gate came out on this date in 1980, and it was, ni- it was November 18th of... Heaven's Gate? No, the anniversary of the Jim Jones cult thing. Oh, yeah, okay. but, the, yeah. but they Heaven's didn't call Gate. themselves Heaven's Gate. That was a yeah, different well, that cult. Right. Right. Do with Heaven's I think they did applesauce, right? Heaven's Gate. That didn't have anything to do with the movie. But they, 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 they cool came it. out. Guy- the- oh, yeah. Never mind. Guyana, the Jim Jones story. That would be the movie. I know, but the movie premiered on the. Never mind. Never mind. It never mind. What else happened on the state? Christy? Walt Disney Steamboat Willie was released on this date in 1928. Oh, the premiere of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was well, just his birthday. They did, they did a porn version of that, very tasteless. Well, they, what, what was Steamboat Willie the porn called? Steamboat Willie. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> or Steamboat Willie? Would be it wasn't Motorboat Willie? Yeah, or... how about Motorboat? <laughs> no, no. It's Willie. Jack Reacher. Steamed. Jack around. Round 2. No, you said Jack Reacher around. around. <laughs> Reacher Round 2. You, you really <laughs> Or the Jack and Reach Around. And on this date in 1902, toy maker Morris Mitchton names the teddy bear after Teddy Roosevelt. Bully. Because he killed a teddy bear when he was president. Remember that? Okay, most famous <laughs> other toy. This I got a quick named after a president. Most famous toy named after a president. Obama babies? Lincoln Logs. Obama babies. Very good, Josh. <laughs> it's not Obama babies? <laughs> no, Lincoln Logs. Did you have Lincoln Logs when you were a kid? Didn't you have Obama yeah. babies? Didn't you no, buy, I never had Obama babies. Aren't you buying the curls, <laughs> Obama babies? I didn't know there was such a thing as an Obama baby. Uh, There's no Obama baby. Uh, Obama baby. Obama baby. Obama baby. Obama baby. 
<laughs> I want my bummer, baby. Now, I hear that uh, Mr. <laughs> Potato Head is going to be doing a presidential series. <laughs> don't even don't even think about it. I, nope. Okay. We have to review. Time now for things to learn. Here's... Oh. Redskins quarterback Alex Smith Son broke his bitch. leg 33 years ago Always to the day since Joe Theismann broke it. his leg. Sorry, Chick. Still hurt. Same final score, different winner this time. The Redskins on the losing end this time. Uh, Christy is not hosting Thanksgiving no, uh, this I'm year, not. but you told us about your aunt who uh, every year she aunt brings... Aunt brings a can of the cranberries, but the gelled cranberry sauce, you know, not that. She doesn't cook it or prepare it. She just brings it no, and slams it No, it's a joke. We can't have Thanksgiving without it. It's kind of our okay. family joke. My contention is the, the food eaten the least during a Thanksgiving celebration is the cranberry sauce. Yes. And you would probably be correct. I think a lot of people don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Chick McGee does not like cranberries. Give me back my baby Madonna. <laughs> You're right. I don't. The great Mike McRae. Uh-huh. I love cranberries. Unless uh, you like them, unless they're liquefied. They've been and juiced and uh, put in vodka. A very, a very light pink vodka cocktail. Ah. The uh, estate of John F. Kennedy, former president, is actually, uh, they've established a Twitter account. The timing seems to be a little odd. The first thing he tweeted was, when will this headache go away? True. Um, But this is a real thing. You can sign up for his Twitter. So far, Chick McGee has three times the number of Twitter followers. So far. Chick McGee won. The Chick McGee on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Okay. We also uh, found out that Jimmy Dean, the sausage maker, uh, great musical artist, of course, and television host, but uh, the late Big Jimmy Dean's, his sausage company is actually releasing sausage-scented wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My contention would be not good for dog owners. No. <laughs> uh, if you think you've had trouble with your dogs going through the port. John Feinstein was going to be our guest. He's going to be our guest tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no, we'll see. Wednesday, we'll sorry. See. And then Duke Tomato tomorrow. Duke Tomato and the Power Trio will be our in-house band tomorrow. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's the Bob and Tom Show. We're just waiting for the cast to actually show up for work. Here's more Bob and Tom Extra. Quick roster check. McGee. Had it. Cosby. Here. Cosby. Yikes. It's Ace Cosby. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Arnold. Hi. Ms. Lee. Hi, Mr. Griswold. I'm president accounted for, sir. Thank you very much. This is Tom speaking, of course. Mr. Drucker. Um, a couple quick things. Mr. We... Drucker, the mother. Really? That's low-hanging fruit. Very, yeah, very low that's, that's, that's why I plucked it. He, run the, he ran the general store in Hooterville, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the Bazooka Joe so, show. What do okay. we... Yeah. La, la, la. We have a, a bunch of stuff of to get to. Coming up, what is it? Uh, the most... Ex... The most... What is it? The wealthiest... Top 10 pets. richest pets in history. Okay. Now, we have uh, Christy Lee at the news desk. What do you got? A 78-year-old man in North Carolina tried to fend off a bear with his fists. Sonny Pumphrey was Pumphrey. (laughs) Or Funny Sumphrey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those days around here. Sonny Pumphrey was cleaning leaves from his driveway in White Oak November 6th when the female bear and her two cubs appeared. What a badass. (laughs) The cubs ran away, but Mom came barreling towards the 78-year-old, so he <laughs> punched her in the face. <laughs> Humphrey said, I had nowhere to run. I just went with my natural instinct. No way I just run. started slugging at the bear as hard as I could. The bear eventually bit into him and began shaking him around, because that's what bears do. Shake him wife, to the left, shake him to the right. Yeah, and, the, and their dog managed to scare the bear eventually off. 
Go boy. A septuagenarian was hospitalized but is now recovering at home. There's a good girl. Oh. <laughs> now, does he know he lives in an area full of bears? I would Those assume. Sweetie, he saved my life. Mountains of North Carolina, sure. That is, uh, that's, that's tremendous. Well, good for him. What a badass. Uh, I'd have the bear repellent on yeah. my belt at all Hello, times. Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Oh, hey, Donnie. How are you? Man, that's crazy. You know, here to think, we was all impressed that George Foreman fought into his, what, his mid-50s. Uh-huh. Yeah. This guy's 78 years old fighting a bear. Badass. You know? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm tired of nature thinking it just owns everybody. What do you mean? Hey, bear, just because just your family lived in them woods for generations in this land don't mean it's yours forever. Well. You know? Maybe maybe now we we could change the food chain. Ain't no finders keepers out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Just ask these Canadian geese how that's working for them, pigeon forage, and even more southern states. <laughs> Apparently, bears don't understand the term eminent domain. No. Which means the land is yours till someone more important needs it. <laughs> like a seventy-eight-year-old grandpa. Uh huh. Then that land is his land. How come you think Lewis and Clark kept heading west? Well, that wasn't by choice. They were just being pushed by the pilgrims. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, really? But hmm. unfortunately, uh, old Papaw here, bears don't care about laws and regulations. So uh, like Mama Bear went straight at this dude like he was late on child support. I <laughs> 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 I'll say it like this. Luckily, this guy didn't try that old uh, stupid lay down and play dead trick. Huh. He just he just started swinging like Tyson against Holyfields. Mm-hmm. And for the record, the only time ever laying down and playing dead works is if your end game is to get eaten by the bear. <laughs> you laugh, but my old friend Ricky Porter, uh-huh. he was out in the mountains this one time hiking a couple friends. All of a sudden, they came across this big mama bear with their cubs. And, you know, like the bear in the story, bear gets all angry, starts standing up on her hind legs, roaring. She was mad. Well, of course, that she, you know, she, she starts charging like a Charles Barkley hitting a smorgasbord. So then Ricky starts telling everybody, lie down and play dead. So, of course, Rick does what he He lies face down and does it. But Kenny and Robin them weren't having none of it. They turn, hightailed it out of there like you're supposed to do, doing that uh, zigzag thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And using that's every river birch like a back pick and Bobby Knight's motion offense. Uh-huh. Swear to God. Wow. And that's why them two are still alive and able to talk about it today. Uh oh. Uh oh. I mean, well, Ricky's still alive, but he won't speak of it. <laughs> no. Well, turns out it wasn't a mama bear chick. Uh oh. And apparently, all his back hair is what attracted this bear in the first place. Oh, oh no. boy. Yeah. Once Ricky went down face first, that bear went ass first on him. Swear <laughs> to God. And that changed him forever. To this day, Ricky <laughs> won't go near the woods without his Mossberg shotgun, Cutco butcher knife, and lube. You ain't here for the hunting. I believe mean, <laughs> it's the, it the classic punchline. Uh, Bart the Bear is the 10th richest pet in history. I would Who's think Bart so, but in many movies, Great Outdoors. That's exactly right. See the Bart, Grizzly and Grizzly Adams? Bart the Bear is Bart the Bear 2, actually, now is one of the few animals uh, to have actually earned his money. Uh, if you've seen a bear in a movie in the last 20 years, there's a chance it was Bart. Ah. He was named after Bart the Bear, an Alaskan Kodiak bear who starred in dozens of movies between the late 70s and the late 90s. Then Bart passed away in 2000. I believe it was Bart in The Edge, which is a great movie about a bear. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Anthony Hopkins and... Is he in, was he in the one uh, a couple of years ago, the, With, uh, uh, the Revenant or whatever it was? Oh, I don't know, but this one says... That may have been Bart too. 
that Bart Two is in uh, currently in the Game of Thrones. Ah. If you see the bear in the Game of Th- in Game of Thrones, that's Bart the Bear Two. He makes around six million dollars. Has a net worth of six million dollars. Wow. A bear. Wow. A bear. Good gig. Oh, yeah. Then there's uh, coming in at number nine is Boo the Pomeranian. <laughs> yeah, how do we know? Uh, how would we? What, what, what is, have we seen Boo do? Boo is famous on the internet. She is uh, selling life size <laughs> stuffed versions of, I'm sorry, life size stuffed versions of himself. Ah. Uh, has his own book, and he's worth $8 million. Oh, Holy cow. God. And uh, there he is. He's pretty cute, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, looks like, a, looks like a teddy bear. Wearing yeah. a sweater. Yeah. Is, the, is the boo big internationally, or is that a... Must uh, be. I've never heard of boo. I don't know. Well, I don't think you're a teenage girl on there you go. Snapchat and Instagram okay. either. Uh, number eight. Here's where it starts to get interesting, I hope. This is the most... This is the most uh, Ten richest pets in okay. history. At number eight is Conchita. Uh, she is uh, the uh, pet of deceased heiress and socialite Gail Posner left her chihuahua, Conchita, yes. $8.4 million. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't that nice? And a waterfront home in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven is Blackie, uh, the wel- once the wealthiest cat. <laughs> yes. $12.5 million fortune. <laughs> Holy cow. From inheritance. He's the last surviving pet of Ben Ray, a multimillionaire estranged from his own family. Left it to his cat. Uh, I'll teach you guys. So then what happens after the cat dies? All the money go into sure, a trust or something? That's probably... I would imagine there's yeah. a, a clear designation as yeah. to where it goes. Probably a clause, too, saying, hey, if this uh, cat... Clause. Cat. <laughs> clause. Cat, no, that's not what I was doing, but it's there. That's... That's how good I am. I, <laughs> jokes spill from my mouth even when I'm not. I don't mean That's right. To. You don't even mean to. Uh, Tomasino was worth $13 million. Uh, she uh, um, was uh, the Italian heiress, uh, owner of several castles, villas, and estates throughout Italy. Jeez. And her Plus pet? Thir- $13 million. Maria Assunta, mm-hmm. an extremely wealthy Italian woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the rest of them all just inheriting the... Any, any earners out there? Number five, Jigu, G I G O O. Yes, G I G. The okay. chicken. <laughs> How much is this A chicken, chicken worth? Fifteen million. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Why? Belong it belonged to the late British publisher Miles Blackwell. Mm. <laughs> he sold his business and retired to the country just three weeks before he died. He was basically a middleman between Jigu and his net worth of $15 million. Oprah Winfrey's dogs. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? How did Gigu get G- so Gigu? rich? Gigu? Is it Gigu? Jiju? Jiju? Gigu? Gigu sounds like something that's... Uh... Sounds like Gigu. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Sometimes we hear what we want to hear, don't That's we, Chris? Right. That's right. So how did this chicken get all this money? I mean, it, uh, British publisher Miles Blackwell left him $15 million. Bequeathed it to a chicken. Mm-hmm. So Oprah Winfrey's dogs? Oprah Winfrey's dogs, are, she has already, her will, she's announced this, she's leaving them $30 million when she dies. Oh. Luke, Layla, Sadie, Sonny, and Lauren, all of her dogs. A piece, or do they have to... They have to fight over it. Well, five million apiece. I mean. <laughs> okay. You know what? They deserve it. They have to, they've had to live with Oprah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Uh, number three, richest is the she cat. She always thinks she's right. Right. Woof, woof. <laughs> the cat owned by Taylor Swift, Olivia Benson. It was worth $97 million. The, the cat, I love it. The cat has a human first and last name. Olivia Benson, who is evidently a character on Law and Order. Yeah, it's I've uh, never, is it? Mershka Hargitay's Mar- 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 Yes, and that cat's beautiful. It's one of those really You know what small. Taylor Swift's cat looks like. <laughs> yes, I, I have teenage daughters, remember? Yeah, right. Is this, is this, do you hear this? Okay. Uh, no, number two is... Number two ago. is Grumpy so Cat. Boring. Grumpy Cat is worth a hundred million. We uh, all know about Grumpy Cat. Sure, yeah. Internet yeah. sensation. Yeah. But uh, number one. Number one. The number one. I'm rich, very skeptical of these. Gunther numbers. the fourth. <laughs> Gunther, Gunther the, the fourth, fourth. A second generation millionaire dog and currently the richest animal in the world. His father, Gunther the third, inherited eighty million from a German countess. This is unbelievable. Uh, in turn, left that to the the next dog. Caretakers invested his fortune to the point where Gunther the Fourth is now reportedly worth four hundred million dollars. So wait a minute. So the dog left his fortune to the next dog? No, the dog left his care. The dog's caretakers invested the for- fortune. Yes, the dog okay. left his money to his. All right. Puppy son. And then when does Scooby-Doo arrive on the scene to make Why this interesting? Why isn't Scooby-Doo in here? Or... Where's Leona Helmsley's not... dog? Remember that dog that had its no, own? Let's hope he killed her and ate her. <laughs> um, well, went just as well as I thought it would. <laughs> okay, well. Gunther the Fourth. Well, <clears throat> did you Did you ever see The Revenant? No. Yeah, sure, yeah. I didn't. Uh, that was a real bear at all times, as far as I'm concerned. Is that Leonardo DiCaprio? That movie was so long, I was rooting for the bear. Uh, that movie's I great. I need to get this to end. Would anyone like to guess what Grumpy Cat's real name is? <laughs> Happy Fluff, Cat. Fluffy. <laughs> puff. Tartar sauce. Oh, but tartar is spelled T-A-R-D-A-R. Oh, Hate. That's... <laughs> Hate this break. Erase it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing interesting or funny. Carter, come on, grumpy cat! Believe it or not, we have more Bob and Tom Extra next. The Detroit Pistons, former champs of basketball. (laughs) I have so many souvenirs, it's hard to list them all. I have piston pants. I have piston shorts. I have piston beer mugs. Sometimes people don't even notice. I have piston ashtrays. I have piston shoes. I have piston basketballs. When I dribble, they do too. We know what you need. Here's another healthy dose of Bob and Tom Extra. I can do your dance here, Josh. Oh no, I wasn't uh, feeling it. <laughs> really? I like that you're honest. He's yeah, your, he's not your puppet. Yeah. Kind of a weird day behind the scenes today. I know you're I'm removed from it somewhat, but it's a little surly backstage. What's going on? We're in the Napa Auto Parts studios. There's an issue. We might have some grievances. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that fine? Mm-hmm. Don't worry. There's no revolt okay. planned yet or anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what did I tell you? I'm sorry. sorry. See? No, you shouldn't have included her. I told you. <laughs> okay. Uh, boy, oh, boy. Right to management. That's the way you are. Talk with our guest here, uh, comedian Roy Wood Jr., joining us in the Napa Auto Parts studios, along with uh, Jessica Halsman. Hi, Jessica. Hello. It's nice to see you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Sort. See? That's part of it. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. 
Still too scared to revolt. The fact that I'm acknowledging that Jessica's lovely and that we're never good enough for you. No, no, no. I was standing in the break room, minding my own business. And look at him. He'll remember when I say what's happening. That was false. You were not. I was standing there. (laughs) You were. Jessica bought us gigantic kazoos. Me and Josh Mm -hmm. brought them back. We were very giant kazoos. Very excited. Kazoo. Oh, <laughs> no, no, kazoo. no, the other way. Other way. Seriously. You don't know which side to put your mouth on. I didn't know. Did you? Would you know? I didn't this? know. Which one is it? Neither side really works. Your embouchure. <laughs> yes, it does. First of all, your embouchure was terrible. Terrible. Mine? Anyway, <laughs> so I'm standing there. Yes. And Tom comes and he's ready to get his water out of the water dispenser. Right. He puts his hand on me and goes, uh, excuse me, doing business. That's not what I said. I That's exactly I what said, you I said. I have business to do here. No, you said, uh, doing business. No way, Only because Roy's here and he wants to show off a little bit for I Roy. I was getting Roy's a cup of tea. I was getting a cup of tea. <laughs> sure, no, it's fine. I needed some hot water for my tea, you jackass. What's your new tea flavor? Um, it's, yeah, you didn't about to be, it's about to be rejected. Oh, you don't like it. I'm like, with Tom on this, though. It's not his fault. This, in this case, it is not his fault. What's the, happening? It smells like clove. I hate clove. People who smoke clove cigarettes should be forced <laughs> to leave the country. <laughs> the box says black tea. And then in very small print, it says black tea with hints of orange peel and secret spice. And yeah, secret, the secret spice, spice yeah. is clove. Yeah, clearly, yeah, it's not very secret at all. I hate clove. Yeah, I thought you, you were not doing caffeine. It's, it's, caffeine, it's, it's caffeine. caffeine free. Oh, I was going to say. It, it's, Dude, it's about to get thrown out the Trust garbage. me, no caffeine. It's a dead end. You've got to stay hooked. <laughs> Roy, are you He's a caffeine right. guy? Oh, come on. <laughs> of course he is. Look at this physique. He's successful. He, he, he's got to make flights. Of course he's a caffeine yo, I used guy. to, yo, like at 3 o'clock in the morning, making long drives back to Birmingham, I would easily three or four cherry Cokes. Oh, yeah. No problem. Wow. Just to, and then one night, one night I, I ratcheted up, chick. And I did one of those, one of those, whatever those weird pills are. Oh, yeah. By the cash register. Sure. Always a good sign. Sure. Yeah. A surefire piece of medical technology. Heck yeah. If it's right there by the lighters, an unsold Halloween candy from two months ago. <laughs> and I took two of those. I don't remember the brand, but I just, re- I'll never forget the logo. The logo, <laughs> the logo was a stick of dynamite. <laughs> Holding a thunderbolt. Yes. Yes. Like some sort of woke buzz, stay woke, whatever. Maybe that was the original stay woke. I don't know. But I know I was up for three days after that. You go out in the console of my car, there's the biggest bottle of Excedrin you've ever seen. And it's not because of headaches. So the caffeine? It's the caffeine. Really? Oh, yeah. Is no-dose caffeine? Is that still out there? Yeah. uh, I think it is still out there, actually. Yeah. I don't think it has any more caffeine than one uh, Excedrin capsule. Like it's like Excedrin, like sixty-five milligrams of capsule, which is Jeez. like two cups of coffee. How much? Mm. No vi- kidding. Vivrin is one of those two. You can Vivrin, take yeah. caffeine, oh, delightful yeah. to get okay. through the day. <laughs> I a, few, a few years ago, they came out with caffeinated water. Yep. Which, uh, yeah, hmm. that's right. I ordered a. I ordered we a had box some of that. here for a while. Yeah. You I know what's crazy though? As much as I love caffeine, I won't do energy drinks. Energy drinks scare me in the sense that i i know i would love that mm. 
Uh-huh. It's like, I already love this. That over there? Oh, no. I can't drink that. Cause yeah. That I know. And anyone I've ever seen just chugging a tall boy of mm-hmm. just monster or Red Bull, they're like the most jack cool dude. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that, dude. No, I shouldn't. I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> Two-year-old. Yeah. You, you, here's, here's a question for the room, especially for the, for the parent. Uh, hey. the, I, that was I'm plural. Just, okay. <laughs> At what, like, because as a father, I know that it's my job to protect my child no matter what. If something, if danger is afoot, especially in New York, it's my job to get between my son and the danger and Mm -hmm. obstruct, escape, flee, whatever. Mm -hmm. Bigger question At what age is it okay to not die for my kid? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Depends what. Depends, I just don't it think. Depends it's how fair. much of a jerk your kid think is. It's fair think. if I've raised you yeah. and you're a normal, coherent adult. I shouldn't have to die first anymore. <laughs> I should get to enjoy. I shouldn't have to fight for you. You're a 37 year old man, yeah. Henry. You knew that knife was coming. Yeah. Good point. Could have stepped out the way to say, if I do, if something does happen to me in front of my son and he's an adult, I've already decided I'm talking trash. Until I lose consciousness. Oh yeah, I'm not. It's not going to be emotional, my son. <laughs> Call your mother and tell him. So it's like, no. Look what you let happen to your father. <laughs> Don't touch my PlayStation. <laughs> I protected you all those years. Thirty-seven. I think you're okay. Um, you think that's the cutoff? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then it, that's a tough call, though. But there I is just, a number. It's not son get behind me. It's son stand beside me and let's fight the threat together. There you go. I think that's a fair middle ground. I sent you to college, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help your father. Yeah. It depends how much of a jerk your son is when he turns that. Not to suggest that he is now. Oh no, he is. That's fine. I'm okay, not offended okay. by that. All right. My Did son's he... totally a jerk. He puts he puts those those goldfish mm-hmm. crackers. Inside the PlayStation. Ooh. Oh. The back vent so Ooh. that the whole house smells like cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the intake, the cooling intake vent in the back sure. of the I don't even know how you got around the back of the Get TV. a smoke alarm. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, I love those goldfish crackers, though. You're going to have a fire. Uh, I miss that about little kids. What? The goldfish crackers. Oh, that's why I date moms. Oh, kids snacks. <laughs> yeah. Man, Wait I a love them. I'll eat them out of a car seat. I don't care. I yeah. Love so this is an interesting. So you you like to date you like to date uh, the single moms because you like the snack foods. I love goldfish crackers. Yeah. yeah. You know what I, what I hate in snack foods? I can't stand those pouches where you take the straw out that has the spear on it. Love yes. those. Oh, Capri and, Sun. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and you try to poke it in without right? having it squirt all over you in the car. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. You have to do like this surgical thing where you get just enough pressure on it. So right. It, yeah, yeah. No, Four old Jed's a millionaire. Oh, the juice boxes and now, all of that stuff. Now, yeah. Those, I assume, are all going to become illegal because they have straws. So that'll be the next. Oh, yeah. If you get black market. No, pre- they'll have to come up with whatever. somebody right now is designing the new pouch. With a built-in straw with the, Or a built-in something so that they're... My, well, my they're school already... lunch, we had a bag of milk. And there wasn't like a little spot to aim with a straw. It's just like, good luck. And you'd always just like <laughs> stab it. No it's, kidding. It sucked. A bag of milk? <laughs> you didn't have the cartons. You no, had bags. Not until like maybe fifth or sixth oh. grade we got cartons. But it was like, well, there goes his chocolate What milk. school system is allowing? <laughs> Great food, though. Fantastic food. Just huh. milk bags. Okay, let me ask you this. Milk Roy, bags. Roy, did you have nicknames for the food at your high school? No, my, uh. my favorite was Scabs. <laughs> now, yeah, sca- why don't you tell Roy what the scabs were? 
they were uh, tomato breaded veal cutlets. Veal cutlets at a school. <laughs> veal. veal. Oh, yes. 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 You had veal cutlets at your school, didn't you, Roy? Roy yeah. Of course my, you did. Roy, at my high school veal. on the on the scoreboard at the football games, they had a stock ticker at the bottom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't have nicknames. Very fancy place. We had beef fingers that we used to call janitor foot. <laughs> See, there you go. That's what I was looking for. Would janitor you, foot. Well, there was a janitor. We caught him with his with his shoes off. Oh, and, uh, and his toes looked like beef fingers. Oh. First of all, beef fingers, the very underrated cousin of the chicken finger. I, I've never, never had a beef finger. Beef I, and I'm, I'm a large man. I've <laughs> tried many things. Never had a beef this finger. Is Alabama in the 80s. That's all Salisbury steak is. A, sal- a chicken fried steak is just beef oh. finger. It's just one big so ass beef finger. Thin slices of beef. It's a chicken fried. finger. You bite it and it's beef inside. Oh, is it, it's so breaded. Is it, is it ground beef that's breaded? and? Yeah, it's oh, breaded ground okay. beef. Now, we had something fried. that I, I think I could have... Um, it really made a fortune if I acted on this. Didn't early. really catch on. It's like Crystal Pepsi. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. We had um, um, Mrs. Gunther, of course, was the. Uh, oh, this is my favorite the head chef, <laughs> and um, she she had something called Gunther's. Well, we called it Gunther's Go Go Gravy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have any any kind of uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if, it was, if it was full of psyllium husk. I'm not sure why, but Gunther's Go Go Gravy. If, no matter how constipated you were, this would. And, of course, it would affect the entire building because oh, we were all eating lunch together. Oh, of course. God. And believe it or not, I know you're going to think I'm making this up. Anyone listening from my high school knows this. The men's rooms were not marked men. No? What were they marked? Room 8. <laughs> room 8. Room 8 was the men's room. Anyone that went to my high school, if you say to them, what's room 8, they'll say that was the bathroom. Why was it not marked men's? Don't know. Some... Because it wouldn't be tasteful if it had something to Did you ever take? Was there bad. only one? Uh, it, yeah, originally, yes. Huh. Roommate, yes. And then, well, there were in, say, in the gym wing in the locker rooms, they had obviously had toilet facilities. But you went to an all boys school, so right. there was no need for a woman. Well, there were restaurant. women that worked there. But they had their own, they have employee bathrooms. I don't know where that was. I never did ask. What, room nine? <laughs> it was not room nine. Oh. Did you ever take, did you take dumps at school? Oh, never. I mean, if, yeah, we, and if uh-huh. I had to, I would hike over to the athletic wing. Where I once I once encountered Mike I Connett, never. the uh, school stud football player, also hiding from. Yeah, I had a horrific. They never experience. had. Oh, we never had God. doors on the yeah, stalls. See, there, oh, there right, were, there were no doors, and there's the no way I'm going to break. You don't want to be sitting there working on something, oh, and also, oh, hi, Mister Man. You don't want to be sitting there working on something. Yeah. Possibly talk hmm. about anything else. Hi, Mister Man. That was a great English test today, sir. How are you there? Would you crap at school, Chick? Never. Always home field. Yeah. yeah. Always had it And timed. I think that's why, like, but th- that's good because it trains you to yes. be able to hold it when you're out in public as that's a right. man. Yeah. You're an adult, and that's what school is about. I know a guy who claims every day he would get on the bus and it would hit him, and he would wait until he got home every, he says, every day of school. That's the worst part about <laughs> vacation is we get off schedule. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's tough to get back on. Well, that's why we need Gunther's Go-Go Go Gravy. Possibly. Um, Do you remember the recipe? No, I just know that it worked. I don't know what it was. Was it a dark gravy? A yes, gravy? it was a dark gravy. It was a dark gravy. I'm sure Mrs. Gunther is going to be a great reward. She was a very fine a turkey right? dietitian, they call them. Of course. Oh, yes, she was. <laughs> uh, Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom News desk. We really haven't Thankfully. Uh, Didn't Chef Boyardee come from your hometown? Yes, Hector, Hector Boyardee. He Hector Hector famous, Boyardee. The famous restaurant chef. Hector. Friend of the Griswolds? Didn't yeah, he come to the house? Uh, didn't come to the house. I knew his uh, granddaughter. He had a restaurant? Yeah, Chef Hector's. So when you wait, would you, would he have the ravioli and stuff like the? Well, yes, the waiter would come can. to your table with a can and a candle. No, but I mean, was it the same recipe? <laughs> I'm not so sure. I think that um, they did very well. 
put it that way. Sure. Well, I bet he did. Yeah. He came up with uh, canning uh, Italian Ravioli, dishes. yeah. Chef Boyardee. Beefaroni was a – I lived on He didn't spell it that way, by the way. No, they, it's B-O-A-R-D-I or something. Yeah, they, they wanted to make it more palatable for the B-O-I. 1950s brain. Oh, for the – Boyardee. For, yeah, for the wasps around the Midwest. Do you, do you hear that? Does everyone hear that? His, his looking down on people is – All of us. Decades old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. His condescension <laughs> reaches. <laughs> it has no bounds. No. The it's early like to, 50s. Like he came out of the womb. Classic. Classic. This, <laughs> yes. this is the doctor that's yeah. delivering things. Is that right? Okay. Uh, Y'all got me scared now because nobody else in here had a beef finger. What the hell did they feed us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Roy Wood Jr., veteran stand-up comedian, one of our favorites. We've loved Roy for years. And uh, Roy actually played one of our Christmas parties one time. That was how cool. Uh, Christmas well, parties how, are fun. That's how we got to uh, got to meet Roy. You you like Christmas parties, do you? Yeah, I like, I like Christmas parties because you, you can tell who's getting fired. <laughs> how, how does that work exactly? Uh-huh. It's just, it's just, you just read the body language of who socializes with whom mm-hmm. within the room. Because the party is where you're supposed to chill with people in other departments. But you know. Watch the boss in the room. See who he talks to. See how long. I read. So I read one of these. Uh, I don't know how I fell down this rabbit hole, chick. Mm. But I read a book called You Can't Lie to Me. Mm-hmm. And it's written by um, an, Af- an Afghanistan interrogator for the FBI. Cool. So now I think I can just tell everybody's body language. I can't. <laughs> I'm. I'm totally terrible at it, but I do know like like stupid stuff. Like if someone comes up and touches you briefly when they come up to greet you, it is a term of endearment and all. Like it's just weird body language stuff. So yeah, I like to go to Christmas parties. What's the about to get fire body language? Oh, it's like literally the shoulders aren't square to you. Like Uh. if someone is talking to you and they don't square their shoulders, there's a level of disinterest in whatever you're saying. What if they look over your head and don't even know you're at the party? That, they, that just, I think. Yeah, and looking drunk. for somebody else to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> ideally, a, ideally a doctor of some sort. This happened to me, Roy. I was at a Christmas party in Tom. This happened to all of us. What do you mean? Was, not just you. Know I was These standing, are lies. I was She's next not standing fact, next facts, to him. Facts. He doesn't remember. I, I didn't see you at that party. I was standing next to you. You're no. short. I must no, have no, looked no. over your head. The next morning, it went like this. Tom goes, well, I was at this uh, XYZ party, yeah. and Christy goes, I was there. I was there. I was and Tom there. goes, where, where were you? And I was standing right, right next, next to you. you. Never acknowledge me. You're not. Friends are full. Yep, that happened. That'll happen sometimes. <laughs> Caught up in the Do moment. You know, what, you know what his, his rationale? I see you every day. That's Why correct. Correct. <laughs> He literally saw you, and his brain was like, "No, drag that to recycle bin." Yeah. <laughs> what else is going on in this party? <laughs> True. I get it. I Sorry. understand. We have uh, Chris Lee at the news desk. I can see her. I won't forget that she was there. Police have finally made an arrest in the search for the suspected thief who went viral because of his likeness to David Schwimmer or oh. Ross Geller on Friends. Lancashire police said a 36-year-old man was arrested in South Hall, West London, Monday evening in relation to an alleged theft at a restaurant in Blackpool on September 20th. A CCTV image of the suspect carrying a pack of beer cans hit headlines around the world last month after people pointed out his resemblance to Friends actor David Schwimmer. Schwimmer himself later joined in on the fun sharing a spoof video reenacting, <laughs> proclaiming his innocence. It was the funny. Guy, the guy did look like him. Yeah. He did. He did. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> so to So what? <laughs> so it's funny. 
Other people look like other people all the time. This has been worldwide. I don't understand it. Because it's humorous that people like David Schwimmer. He's a fine actor. He was in a really good show they like. Mm -hmm. Friends was popular. And huge in Britain. Huge. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. As Um, As big as it was here. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Did they say how they got the guy? Did they get like a Rachel lookalike out there? I don't know. Flashing or something? I don't know. What was the arc of that show? I can't remember. Was he married to her? What happened? Uh, They they didn't get married until they got married in Vegas. Right. Mm -hmm. Tried to get annulled, but ended up being his. That was in the middle of the, of the road. Oh, it's the yeah. Vegas marriage. Was Second that the divorce. famous hand? Uh, yes. Yeah. Hand. How do you remember that? Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Joey found his hand. Uh, his hand double. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Twin. Yeah. Hand twin. God, <laughs> who, who was one of your favorite actors, by the way? Oh, that's right. It was, um, yes, uh, the guy from Reno 911. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on Thomas. The... Uh, Tom Lennon? Yeah, Tom Lennon. Thomas Lennon. Lennon. Oh, I love God. Thomas Lennon. And I didn't know that. that 17 that's, again. That's such a funny <laughs> scene. God, that's yeah. great. Uh, Friends came on the same time as Martin. I never said <laughs> it. did. There was a fight in my house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A couple oh, of us wanted to watch Martin. And oh, who was on which side? My brother John was a huge Martin fan. And then my brother, uh, or then everybody else kind of wanted to watch Friends. Mm. So. so he was out there all alone on his island. I liked Martin too, though. Oh. Hmm. Especially hmm. when, what was it? Who was uh, the, Martin would play the, the ugly girl. Oh, yeah, Shanene. Shanene, yes. <laughs> oh, we love that. Yes. Yes. Did Martin have a catchphrase like, damn, or something like that, wasn't it? No? It was, was up, was up, was up. Oh, okay. But that wasn't like every week. It wasn't like, did I do that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it didn't deal with Say what you want about depression. Urkel, but uh, <laughs> did I do that? Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Although when you, when you do it, it sounds like the elder George Bush. Did I? A thousand points of life. <laughs> do you watch? Do Not going to do it. Do you watch Family Matters now, knowing what we know about... <laughs> Urkel's a certified badass now. About yeah. being respectful to women. Yep. Was Urkel over the line <laughs> in harassing Laura Winslow repeatedly, or was this just a friendly childhood? He was crush? harmless. I think it was just a crush. But she, she wanted him when he was Stefan. You're right. When he became Stefan... <laughs> Tom was about to leave the room, I think. This is fascinating. Well, millennials are excited about this conversation. Yes. Harassment or no, Steve Urkel? Harassment after the age of 18 or 17, 18. Because I think it's like a fun crush for a while, but then it did get a little aggressive, probably. But it didn't get Cosby esque. Oh, right. No. Oh, like, come like, on. I'm not interested. No he's like, nah. He's take one of these. Yeah, but was he ever like looking through her windows or anything? Or was he just constantly going, hey, go out he with like, me? When's he on a ladder? Is he on a ladder? <laughs> he balooshied his way. <laughs> did I do that? Yeah, you know damn well you did it, Steve. <laughs> get out of here. Just wait till you hear what we have next. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Here's some extra. This is Bob and Tom Extra. Hello, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. We have a great guest in the studio. He is comedian Rodney Carrington. Rodney, how are you, sir? Good morning. It's great to see you again. Rodney, uh... Good to see all you. You all look healthy. Well, thank you very much. I mean, see, I saw Dean when I walked in. He said he had that bariatric. Mm-hmm. My wife or my uh, my mother had that a couple of years ago. You got to be careful. She's down to her birth weight. She's like eight pounds. Six pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to keep yeah. an eye on it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. She, she, she let it get out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
our, our producer Dean has indeed lost several hundred pounds, looking mm-hmm. great. Now uh, we we have uh, we're going to switch gears for just a second. Right now we're joined by one of America's finest young comedians. He is Scott Dunn. Scott, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. It's always a pleasure, Scott. And, and uh, Scott actually uh, is a good friend and associate of your good friend uh, Jeff Foxworthy. So two uh, great comedians. Uh, and uh, now we do something Monday mornings where we look at the world of history. What have you chosen to tackle today, Scott? Well, today is April 30th, and on this day in 1789, George Washington took the oath of office as the first president of the United States. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did this in New York City, which would explain how he came up with the term swearing in. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you mofos. I'm taking an oath here. (laughs) I'm walking. I'm walking here. George Washington is still the only president to have ever been elected unanimously. Al Sharpton, by the way, is still the only person to be unanimously not elected president. (laughs) Uh Now, since he was the first president, the big fear was that Washington would try to make himself king. But he had zero desire for that. Mm -hmm. The closest Washington ever came was when he demanded Thomas Jefferson... Look at the scepter-sized log he had just dropped in his throne. (laughs) (laughs) Then he shouted, Hey, Jefferson, do you still think all men are created equal? Nice. Uh But because of his, uh, this monarch fear, it was a big debate on how you even address the office, which is why Washington insisted that everyone simply call him Mr. President. Uh. Except, of course, the ladies... Because, you know, he loved it when they called him Big Papa. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But his title really did show Washington's humility, Mm -hmm. because there were a lot more regal names suggested, like His Highness the President. That was a real suggestion at the time. Mm -hmm. And I believe years later was actually George Bush's fraternity nickname. Uh-huh. Do you know what the president was paid, our uh, first president? No. Uh, no. 25000 a year. Really? That was actually a lot back then. Sure. It would be the equivalent of a million dollars now. Oh. Our presidents today only make 400000 Right. Proving once again, you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> now, Washington, he refused to run for a third term, establishing the standard of a maximum of two terms for a president. Mm-hmm. Or one term if the economy is bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. In his farewell address, Washington warned America to avoid bickering amongst political parties and to stay out of any long-term alliances with foreign countries. Mm-hmm. That panned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we couldn't have ignored his advice anymore if he had told Americans to avoid fast food and Internet porn. <laughs> <laughs> And that is a little bit on George Washington's inauguration. All right. That's great, Scott. Good, Thank Scott. you very much. Scott Dunn is our guest. Scott's a great comedian. We have uh, links to uh, Scott's stuff if you go to bobandtom.com. He's also the author of The Big Cookie and uh, Through the Turn. Now, uh, do we have a, sh- a short quiz this morning? We do have a little quiz. Rodney, oh, if, you, if you know the answer, you just shout it out. Okay. How this works. Um, question number one. By the time he became president, George Washington only had one real blank in his mouth. Tooth. Tooth, that's right. And by the way, his false teeth were not made of wood. No, they weren't. And based on his lack of children, nothing else was either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number two. Uh Franklin D. Roosevelt 
was the only president to get blanked four times. I <laughs> 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 uh, be elected, I believe. Wow. Elected president. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. going a whole nother All right, yeah. Uh-huh. Two terms wasn't officially a rule until 1951, right in the middle of Truman's presidency. Mm-hmm. That had to make him feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. He was often overheard mumbling, you nuke one country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And a final final question. While president, Theodore Roosevelt went blind in his left eye while blanking. <laughs> uh, Your mother Jack? told you not to do that. <laughs> Hunt, hunting. hunting. Uh, no, boxing. Oh, oh. boxing. Okay. He no, was okay. actually sparring heavyweight champion John Sullivan. Wow. No yeah. This would never happen today. No. The heavyweight division is so weak, Bush might actually win. <laughs> That is so. Amen, true. Scott. You are a genius. How true! Oh my God, uh, comedian Scott. Dunn. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that boxing story. I didn't I either. either. Yeah, I just, that's something I've stumbled on. It's amazing. Wow. Theodore Roosevelt seemed to be the kind of guy who thought he could do everything. Yeah, I can wow. see that. Except block a left. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, jeez. I wouldn't mind seeing that in a president. Yeah, what? Right. Uh, having him get in the ring? No, just having that kind. Maybe of that's attitude. how we should. Instead of an election, you put. Hillary against uh, Giuliani and let him bout it out. Hillary'd oh, win. Man. Yeah, that's a tough yeah. call. She'd yeah. probably kick. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. Giuliani wouldn't win. Would, 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 <laughs> she'd kick. You know she'd bite and kick. Giuliani's comb over and get mussed, and he'd be all upset. <laughs> well, hey, Scott, thanks very much. I always appreciate it. You did such a nice job. Thank thanks. you, guys. Uh-huh. Bye, Bye, Scott. Scott. Comedian Bye. Scott Dunn. Now, uh, with us in the studio, he is a legend in the world of comedy. He is Rodney <laughs> Carrington. Got two great new projects out live at the Majestic. You can see Rodney's full in-concert presentation. Uh, I got me- another DVD out on, uh, well, actually, it's a homemade porno movie. <laughs> <laughs> it really? somehow has ended up on the internet because oh, no. I put it there. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know if uh, uh-huh. you've ever seen yourself naked on a home video camera, but it's you need airbrush equipment, and I can't afford that. You, you need a woman with a nice body and a fellow with a big tool, and the movie we made didn't have either one of them. <laughs> I had the camera way too close, and my wife's ass looked like a big boneless ham. <laughs> well, it wasn't really boneless. Uh, oh, well. I, no, oh, get out of here. Actually, I had the camera on the dresser, and I had it set up on there, and I had it zoomed all the way in because I'm not real bright when it comes to that kind of equipment. But and the only thing you could really see was the bottom of my foot tightening up. Uh-huh. And you saw me get a cramp, and it wiggled out of the frame. <laughs> When you heard me fart, you can't fart in a porno movie. No. It goes from porno to comedy real quick. And I know porno because I'm on the road a lot and I watch a lot of it. I'll bet. Well, two or three minutes of it. They need something for guys like me. Two ninety nine. I don't need the whole twelve ninety nine. Hell, I never get to the second scene. You know? It's always better. Damn it, I should have waited. <laughs> She's got bigger boobs. Uh-huh. Oh, there's twins. Oh, I'm stupid. Rodney Carrington is our guest. Be right back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. You're listening to a little extra. Bob and Tom Extra.